Hello, and welcome to Probability of Demise. <laughs> Is, <laughs> I swear Jason was frozen with a peace sign. <laughs> he did. He did freeze for a hot second. So, so on brand for us. Hello, everybody. I am Rick, and you're listening to Probability of Demise, where a group of storytellers use Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition to provide rules and structure to Atland, a world of our own making. Atland exists on a version of Earth thousands of years into the future, an octopolar planet that is becoming a tongue twister whose <laughs> residents barely remember the natural and man-made disasters that once left their world nearly uninhabitable. This is a world far different from the one you know today, a world of new magics and ancient spells, young gods and primordial deities. Thank you for coming with us as we explore it together. I think I'm going to continue the, the new tradition of messing up our intro each time and not play the music until everybody introduces themselves and their character. So uh, who wants to go first? Go for it, Jess. I'll go. Silence. <laughs> uh, hello, I am Jessica. I am the one playing and voicing Tanzanite, who is a elven uh, cleric who is also the goddess of death. Goddess of death. <laughs> hello, I am Jason, and I play Asher, who is not the god of death. He's the god of terrible, terrible poetry, and also not a god. <laughs> also not a god. Asher is a bard, and uh, he casts all his spells using haikus, and hang on for me to make some up on the spot that don't make any sense and they're bad. All right. It's tough to be a god. La, da, 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 da. Sorry. <laughs> all right, um, new goddess of random uh, earworms. <laughs> <laughs> never rebuff you, never rebuff you, never rebuff. <laughs> who are you? I know. I'm sorry. Who are you? Sorry. This is what happens no, when I no eat good. before the stream. Um, see? Oh, oh, he doesn't get in trouble for it. Sure. Okay. Uh, my name is Larissa, and I play Trixie, an anthropomorphic red squirrel who likes to hit things in quick succession and run around and up walls and across water and all that sort of stuff. And do a Doppler effect <laughs> as she wiggles around in her chair. <laughs> what you're saying yeah. is you're kind of a god because you walk on water. Uh, dude, there are days. Monks scare me. <laughs> Monks scare me. And what you didn't see is a sudden <laughs> shuffling in the cameras as somebody ran away. Yes. <laughs> I forgot my water in the other room. At uh, first I thought it was Buffy going to play again. And I was going to like, Jesus, will you just settle down? Because all I heard was like. Doo, 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 doo. But it was Jason. I just saw suddenly. <laughs> I just saw Jason disappear from the camera because I glanced up, glanced down. And then it's like, where? And then I saw him going through another person's camera. I'm like, oh, there you go. No, no, no. <laughs> it was very, very funny. Uh, so. Awesome things have happened. Uh, Jess is deep in production, 
uh, performances and show awesomeness and has been on as how many characters now have you been on for Rudolph in Utah? Like oh, 11. <laughs> Five like or six. Rudolph's mom and she's now Rudolph's whole higher network of friends and family. <laughs> Rudolph's family tree is getting a lot straighter these days. It's, a it's all jazz. On Monday, it's a little calmer. All I have to do extra is push an iceberg. But That's we got some tomorrow. sick people. Yeah. You oh, shoot. Like yeah. A little over 24 hours. You've just cursed yourself. Now you are going to be the iceberg and have to push it. Well, I have bad news. Santa was feeling a little sickly yesterday. Oh, so no. we'll see what happens with Santa. Oh, you can't say that on... The air to protect Santa. He'll pull through. He'll pull through. He's got mama. Okay. Okay. Uh, and Jason and Larissa did their Stonewall Friday night. Oh, yeah. So tell, I, I know there was a little bit of, but you hit the low. Well, <laughs> did you hit the high, Larissa? Um, yeah. Lar Larissa did was... wonderfully on, on, a, on a solo. Oh, thanks. That she got um, at the last freaking minute. <laughs> Well, okay, so nothing like last, last year. This this happened last at our concert last December. So we have since uh, uh, instituted a uh, an uh, understudy slash backup singer for um, all of the solos because you never know um, who's going to get hit by what. Exactly, exactly. And so uh, there was a piece we were doing by the composer Lily Boulanger. Uh, mm -hmm. It's in French, and the piece itself is called Im au Soleil, meaning uh, Hymn to the Sun. No. Uh, <laughs> there once was a... Da, 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 da. Oh, see? She did it. <laughs> Yo, ho. Yeah. Oh. Um, together. So, um, anywho, uh, the person... We have a, a, a true contralto, contralto in the alto section, and it is a contralto solo and um she got really sick while i was gone to arizona and um i got a text on tuesday saying just so you know you're probably going to be on and then uh, on thursday on my way to the dress rehearsal uh, i got a text from her herself saying yeah I'm, my voice is definitely not coming to the party so mm. While I feel bad because I would have loved to hear her sing it, it was it was fun to sing. Like it's a you know I like singing in French. Uh, Boulanger is a, a particularly uh, she, she's she can be a difficult composer to to sing to uh, solo because she plays a lot with tonality um, and a lot of key changes within measures. So it can be. Uh, so you got to have fun. Like isn't your you yeah. entrance dug into was like a half thing. step from what the tenors were singing at the time or something? Isn't that the like a... oh no my last note. Uh, my the last note that I have to hold longer than everybody else is uh, a half step below what both the sopranos and the tenors were singing. So you get that nice crunchy, crunchy peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you all did really awesome because I, I heard positive things from each side, even though Jason was feeling not yeah. maybe 100% yeah. during that. I, I think I almost passed out. I was I was not mm. feeling very well. Um, I had like a coughing fit, so it was like me going, <laughs> so I'm like up on the stage, like trying that. to not die. And like uh, I've had like a bronchial, like non-COVID, according to this company. So if all the Stonewall Corral gets COVID from me, 
it was this company's fault. I mean, you wore a um, mask the whole time also. I did. So. I, yeah, I wore a mask the whole time. And um, But, like, I just, I thought I was good enough to go. And then, like, halfway through, like, some, like, higher note just, like, caught in my throat. And, like, Oof. got, like, this pain, like, right here. And I couldn't sing for the rest of the concert. Except, like, or anything. Basically, I couldn't sing anything above the staff once I, like, regained control of my breath and my... Yeah. I would just like, like to, you to throw that box back up there because if they don't all get COVID, I want to be, get sponsorship from them. And if they do, <laughs> uh, I'll the Binax. Or at least a donation to the Stonewall Corral. Right, right. You <laughs> owe us. Uh, um, I also wanted to really quickly break with tradition and share nerd shirts. At least two of us are wearing nerdy shirts. I don't know if everybody is, but I am definitely wearing a nerd shirt. I um, thought I, I really thought I was, and I'm not. Well, I feel like we all <laughs> have, have to do cool laundry. We all, oh, we I all have cool laundry. shirts. And so, like, just showing them off every once in a while might be fun. But oh, yes. I see that, Jason, I you're wearing, I was wearing this one. Please five. don't kill my character. Yes. Plus, Plus five. five for <laughs> yes. Nice. I don't know if you ever noticed that because it's usually below the camera. Yeah. I've and worn this, this is before, my Go but... Touch Grass shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go touch grass. Um, go play in the dirt. <laughs> go do, go live in the real world. Although I am in Portland, Oregon, a place I moved to explicitly because their snowfall amount was so minuscule, and it's been snowing all morning. Yeah. Oh, I, I play, I I play Asher, and he's outdoors all the time. So it's ooh. Ah, oh, I love it. <laughs> Because I was going to the gym and I was doing like workout things. So I was like, it's my workout shirt so I can have so my bow guard arms. And I, I thought that's what I was wearing. And I looked at it and I was like, I didn't put it on. Oh, that's so cool. Um, All right. Um, any other announcements that we have? I know yes. that yes. might be it. Um, it season of said just yes. mine. I said yes. Okay. Um, and I sent you the link so you can put it on there. I can also send it to, to Jason if needed. Um, so Melodia Women's Course of NYC, who did have a concert on November 25th, is going to be live streaming a recording of that concert on December 17th. Um, you will need to register to get the link sent to you. Um, it is going to be a private YouTube link. Um, but it's going to include everything. It's not edited in any way. It's all the entire concert um, straight through. Um, we had it professionally recorded um, and uh, both visually like um, uh, camera wise and audio wise. Uh, and we had those synced up. And um, so that will be on at 7 p.m. on December 17th, uh, 2022. And it is an Evite or, or sorry, Evite, Eventbrite um, link. So keep an eye out for that on this. Um, another, I think another option is, let me double check. Um, <clears throat> I'll put it in the show notes. You can tell me. Definitely. Oh, but it, it's actually on our website as well. So if you go to Melodia okay. Women's Choir in NYC or Melodia Women's Choir NYC.org and then you click on the uh, in concert section, there is a link where it says a virtual broadcast of a winter's welcome break will be presented. Reservations required here. However, it is free to watch. So you just have to uh, um, register so that you will uh, get the link. I did try and to paste it into the chats, but it is. 
a ridiculously long link and I couldn't get a shortened URL to work. So <laughs> if you're in any of the spaces, it was totally a waste of effort on my part because that was terrible. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, It'll be in the show notes. Uh, now we are at the point of the fun rollies. We are, good grief. Why am I doing that accent? That is so dumb. Um, oh, I kind of liked it. It made me do a little dance. But we're going to do, oh, no, no, no. I can't do word of the day yet. I got to give you a heads up. For the next two Sundays, we are going dark with the darkest month in honor of the darkness. No, um, we just have very busy winter schedules. It's only two. Are, and Christmas. Yeah, that's two. Right? 11th, 18th, 25th. I can't count. Hi, my <laughs> name is Rurik. I come from Southern Oregon, where this accent is what I grew up with. It's probably where my brain is at today. So just so you're worried about anything, I got more confusions than you did can't be thrown at. You spin around the last one in a circle in the day, but then you get in Oregon and go away, and it's all good, right? That's how it goes, right? So I should have said that slower, because I also picked up the New York habit of talking too fast. So that combination has just become bullshit. And now you sound like the guard in front of... Uh, Tanzania. I understood all that. <laughs> the guard in front of what? Well, the guard that was in front, front of my room. Tans or, uh, yeah, Tanzanite's room. That was the accent you pretty much used. Very similar. I was totally pulling from. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember. Exact, it, was it wasn't exact, similar. but it was, yeah, but there were a lot of. I, I do remember. There are times where I just I think about a character and I think about somebody I've had in my past. And I there's like four people that I am thinking of right now who could have been the reason why that character was cast as they were cast. <laughs> and all of them were kind of nasty people, which is too too bad, because I think that guard turned out to be pretty nice. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So, yes, three. We are we, back, we, we'll on... back on New Year's Day. Yeah. <clears throat> First of the year. Um, pay yeah. attention in case, you know, something goes wrong and the end of the world comes, because, you know, <sighs> apocalypse now. But on the fun side. But if the apocalypse happens and the internet's still up, we'll be here. Yeah, yes. exactly. On the fun side, we're going to have some time to do some fun things. I'm going to have some time for planning. Also, FYI, uh, um, uh, O team, O players, uh, I really do need you to respond to my message about planning for a future campaign. Oh, yes. Because <clears throat> uh, I, I only have these three weeks to plot it out. And get a baseline going. And I don't know if you're aware, but it takes a long time to build these things. Wow, I'm going back into that dark place. All right. Thank you very much. And <laughs> hope you have a wonderful day. Beautiful. Bye-bye. No, I'm kidding. Uh, and now, Jess, it is time. Word of the day. Word of the day. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the word of the day is an adjective. And it is quixotic which is foolishly impractical, uh, especially in the pursuit of ideas. Ideals. Ideals. As in Don Quixote. Ideals. Quesadilla ideals. Don Quixote. Uh, They're tilting at windmills. Quixotic. I love that term, quixotic. I've never heard of it. That's that's um, the origin. It comes from Don Quixote, quixotic. You are Well, that's why I becoming, saw it, and I was like, huh. You're fully becoming the, like, Cool grammar person because now you're not just like sharing the word you're like it's an adjective <laughs> it's a adjective the etymology a... of but <laughs> let me put it in a sentence and then diagram said sentence <laughs> i was gonna say can you use it in a sentence Spell it. Uh, i didn't go that far <laughs> no it's this I group of players is a bunch of quixotic motherfuckers 
<laughs> All right, and it is now time to roll for commercial. I get to use my new dice. Jess, you missed it, but I have an advent calendar of dice. E e duck duck duck. So, duck duck. high roll gets a pick between reading or choosing a topic, and low roll does the other. So we are rolling for commercial. <clears throat> God. Roll that beautiful bean footage. I rolled a 15. Oh, God. I rolled a 14. Don't you dare. Uh, you go first, Larissa. <laughs> I got five. Oh, <laughs> I got a five. Oh, Rollies. 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 What a low. What do we do? Do we you roll, again? roll against each other roll as again? a sub okay. unit of five? Or you could both. <gasps> Could we what? do one where you both have you to, want to share the recap? No, no, this is the commercial. Oh, is it? Yeah. You still have a chance to roll low on the recap. <laughs> oh, right, right. Sorry, I don't know. Did you roll again? Death. Yeah. Did you roll again, Larissa? <laughs> yes. Okay. Share your word. I'm Linda. sure I'm reading. I'm pretty positive. <laughs> you go first. I had an 18. <laughs> Okay. One. <laughs> One. <laughs> nice. uh, oh, that means I get to pick the topic. Unless Larissa well, wants to read. That's the. Well, no, no Rurik gets to. Rurik had the original high number. Oh, I was the high roll. Um, Rurik wants to read. You know what? I really like how Jess comes up with topics, and it's almost more painful for her to come up with a topic. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to ask you, Jess, do you want to read or do you want a topic? No, I don't want to pick. I want you to pick. <laughs> so now I definitely want you to pick because that seems so much more evil. But also, Jess has never read before, so that's new. Yeah, also not, yeah. There's yeah, also I'll a pick reason the, why Jess doesn't like to read. It's up to you. I'll no. pick the topic because it's really fun to 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 read, and I think Jess needs that opportunity to really enjoy herself. I'll try to avoid heavy alliteration. Yes. Um, oh, <laughs> words. So okay then. Um, Camping in Atland. I'm going to leave this as broad as possible, but camping under the reign of dragons. Something that either alleviates that or maybe it's a, a campground trying to sell their place or whatever it is, but camping in the reign of dragons, the fun and not so fun. R-E-I-G-N reign, not R-A-I-N reign. Oh, I was literally thinking like rains. So I was like, what's <laughs> raining down? Well, it's raining and dragons. But I, that's an actual book title. So I don't want to use Tyranny of Dragons because that's actually a thing. Rain of fire. But yeah, does that work? The oppression of dragons. Like, like I, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to leave it very open so that Jason's amazingly creative soil of his mind can. <laughs> Went soil wrong. went bad long ago. <laughs> All right. And now soil, rolling for recaps. So I can move on from that. <laughs> uh, oh, I rolled a five. So, Jason, you just got to beat a five. Uh, uh, Jess, you got to roll a five. 14 again. Four, whoa. You, you I rolled got... a 19. Okay. Larissa, roll a two. Oh, three. <laughs> awesome. So, Larissa, you are doing the recap. Just remind me where we mm -mm. picked up. That's mm -mm. all because it's blending the together. Ship. We, we were, yes, we were on the ship. Returning to the ship. No, we were on the ship. I was in hands. 
Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Uh, okay, we'll see how fast it comes Been back to me. Oh, um, it's all coming back to me like a flood. Yep. And you want to do it's it? It's all coming back. Um, it's all coming back to you now. We shoved, we shoved the chest. Someone came through. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Rick, if you keep singing, I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> my brain can't handle, my brain cannot handle two types of audio input simultaneously um my favorite joy to be a pain but um yes i will behave myself now thank you um okay so we picked up with um just having informed ambition of barbary's passing um and us huh attempted because attempted forgot attempted telling doesn't speak that Uh, language um, but uh, ambition got the gist of it by uh, her tone and facial expressions and all of that. Um, it was a quixotic attempt at consoling. <laughs> I give myself inspiration. Um, so then we were brainstorming about what our next step should be uh, in terms of the treasure. So what we decided to do was uh, we had Tanzanite reach out to Nee, and mm-hmm. Nee uh, responded very drunken, drunkenly, um, uh, basically giving away that he and uh, Maggie... Um, Asher's mom had gotten married. Uh, so then we went to send the box of our jewels through a portal to the basement of the tavern. And as the portal was clo- closing, Maggie stepped through. Um, and then she decided to stay and help us or help the, the newcomers kind of uh, get settled and, um, you know, basically kind of, uh, act as a, an ambassador for the Alliance, um, because she can already talk to them apparently. Um, and then we went to retrieve, we went with some of the crew, not all of the crew, some of the crew Mm -hmm. to, um, get the rest of the treasure, which was then split between the crew and, uh, ambitions and her people. Uh, well, the one other guy, uh, I'm going to call him Lieutenant Dan. Um, even though Lieutenant his name Dan. is Ashes, <laughs> even though his name is Ashes. <laughs> his, his oh, come on, n- that's name funny. is going to be Trunk. <laughs> I'm sorry, your mic is muted. I heard you yell, but I didn't hear what you said. Ice cream. Yes. Um, so ooh, that reminds me that you have ice cream for me in the fridge. Anyways, freezer. Um, so we get there. I don't remember how they packed it up and took it back. Uh, very, very much like merchants, though. They packed up everything nicely, whereas we just kind of all threw it into a box and into our bags. Um, and then they started to haul it back. Um, and we kept going to, uh, attempt to talk to the, uh, to, to explore the rumors of the Navy, uh, having, uh, invaded or taken up camp in the swamp area. On the way, we, uh, ended up at this tiny little hovel of a cabin of a shelter kind of thing, um, that ended up being, um, 
inhabited, that's the word, by, I don't know exactly what she could have been considered, but she was um, bound to that particular area. Um, and uh, through some very poor rolls against charisma saving throws, uh, both Asher and Trixie were um, uh, persuaded to go inside um, and were, you know, surprised to find very, very... Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, uh, persuaded further by uh, very delicious tasting cookies. Um, and were persuaded to come inside and were surprised to find actually very um, uh, nice accommodations. Um, and had a lovely chat with the hostess. And, uh, and then um, we were able to leave of our own accord. Um, but as a result, for both Asher and Trixie, um, they now consider this place uh, one of their uh, safe havens uh, when it comes to... Can't hear you. Can't hear you. So we were cursed. It was the curse of something. Curse of home. Something hostess. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know if you want to turn your mic if you're going to lean that close. I'm not sure. There you go. <laughs> um, just because you were basically talking like this and it wasn't picking up your voice. <laughs> um, crazy times now. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Not the mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not even my mosquito impersonation. Or, or if we go back into the swamp. Um, also, uh, so then we kept going and we uh, came up to, was it kind of like a, like a, like a barricade kind of gate thing? Yeah. Um, and actually, uh, I can give you a little bit of a better description of it now because a little bit of my, um, my space last time was just trying to really quickly pull up the right things because I wasn't sure where we we're going to get. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a barricaded fort. And since we're at that place and I'll, I'll just kind of like fast forward us a little bit, you kind of started the, a bit of conversation or negotiation with a pretty cagey um, individual at the top, like kind of not sharing directly um, what's going on. I just on. took it as skittish. Possibly it could be other things as well. Like it, uh, nobody rolled an insight check, so I didn't have to tell you the truth, um, which may have been the truth, what I told you. So who knows? Um, but it's kind of like thrown together from sure pieces that. of what looks like it used to be ship pieces. Like there's mm. there's definitely portions of it that make sense to have been from sailing vessels based on your knowledge of what sailing vessels look like. Um, and it's kind of like a little encampment little bit more permanent than impermanent but only just given that it's made out of materials that are not you know what you would see in an army camp necessarily especially with Trixie's background you know it's not a scouting encampment or anything like that there's, there's a little bit more permanency to this space um not that it's been there for a long time but there's there definitely feels to be a little bit more permanency also, since we're in this space right now and you've been sitting here long enough and there's a wagon barreling up it from behind you, um, but you've had some time to marinate outside the gates, could anybody who would have been paying attention to the architecture of the space and how it's laid out or that they think that they would have been paying attention, could you go ahead and roll a perception check? I don't think I would have. 
Yeah, I don't think you think you would have been by default. My yeah. my upbringing would have been like Assess. analyzed. Yeah, exactly. As you said. Twenty-five. Okay. Um <laughs> yeah, just roll a high number, why don't you? Uh, I think <laughs> I literally needed you to make the roll. This is great. I get to share some some information with you. Um most things built into a swampy area from your limited experience and your kind of, but honestly, the deficits that you experienced when it wasn't like a great experience out in the swamp collecting materials before, like we've had that already kind of established that you had a not so great materials gathering session sometime during that year uh, in between. Um, things in the swamp generally sink. It's generally get consumed by the swamp. So a barricaded wall should have started to sink in. But I think what you notice is that beneath the wall, there is um, some of that same material that made up the ancient caves. And with the explosions of magical energy, that shouldn't exist anymore. At least most of the locations that had some of that uh, uh, material and such didn't exist after the incidents eight years ago when you got thrust through time. So looking at a somehow a foundation of that same material is worth note just because it stands out as not a um, normal thing, but something that from your time five years ago, eight years ago, whatever it was, nine years ago, maybe even now, I'm losing track. Time is just a nebulous concept. Um, would have been something that this, it's like, wait a second. Thought that was destroyed when that magical energy all like the cave you were in was a cave, a naturalistic cave by the time it was over. Right. And now you're seeing some of that same material again. Not the bombs themselves, but just no, like just the, the architecture. Architectural components of those spaces. Um and Maybe it's, do I know, out. does Trixie know the term bunker or is that like not something that would have been used in this current? Even if she knew bunker, I think, go ahead and roll an intelligence check. <laughs> okay. We'll see how much, because this is actually a really good thing for her to be thinking about and to, to decide if this is a bunker or not. <laughs> intelligence. 13. Kind of, a, kind of a bunk roll. Um, this, the, the, the additional layer that you would put on there is like, bunker. it would be common knowledge whether or not it was like the bunker-like material because everybody of your generation had kind of either run into one of these or Asher uh, probably talked about all the ones that he kind of delved through as a kid. So this is not designed like those bunkers. Those were functional. Those were basic. There is some creative design here. It's still pretty utilitarian overall, but there is an additional structural component to how this was put together that looks a little less utilitarian, like most of the bunkery spaces have looked, and much more architectural. Mm. And so there's that a little bit of that moment. And as you kind of like glance at as the conversation is kind of changing and devolving and shifting, that Wagoneers barreling down at high speed 
What's y'all doing? I am going to dive out of the way, but in such a way that I can get closer to inspect uh, the architecture. Does that so make sense? Using this as an as an excuse to like <clears throat> peek a little closer. Exactly. So, awesome. Can you go ahead and roll? And I think that this is a perfect time for it. Acrobatics check to see okay. if you're able to artistically roll to make it look accidental that you got closer to the wall than. And Tanzanite and Asher, what are you doing? I'm going to like step off of the road, probably whatever direction that Trixie flips away into. Okay. 14. I rolled a four. All right. Tanzanite. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd be doing anything other than just stepping out of the way. Okay. So as the two of you move and you see Trixie kind of do a, um, well, they rolled really low. What to you two looks like a Trixie fake fall, <laughs> but the people up above don't seem to take, make note of it beyond that. So you see her kind of do a, a somersault that ends. Oh no. And you're just like, oh, I've fallen. And you, you're both are like, that was... <laughs> Not your best move. Oh, oh my god, we! <laughs> oh my god, we! But they, they, they rolled a five, and, and their insight is not that high. So, oh, rip. Um, and I mean, I'm sure somebody in the crowd might have actually picked it up for what it is, but not the main people who are watching. Because um, I rolled a five, and their insight only added five more to that, so that was not great. Um, so, yeah, and as that kind of wagon comes up, you see the gate, which is um, slow at first to open. It takes time. And you can see actually what looks like maybe a ship's wheel is being pulled. It barely scrapes up high enough before the wagon is in. And then the wheel is let go and just spins freely <laughs> as the grate comes down. Um, you would have a few seconds if you were trying to try to do anything, take a peek, slip in, but it's not much time. So if you have any thoughts along those lines, let me know now. Um, I would you just, are, you are yeah. closer to the wall and you can let me know what you're trying to, um, probably even within a reaching touch distance. I mean, I'm definitely not going to try to break in because we're trying to make friends. Yeah. Friends, not enemies. Fine. Um, I will try to observe as much as I can. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, you don't, I think I can give this for free based on your last perception check, unless you are hoping for a nat 20. Um, so go for a nat 20 if you want it. Otherwise I can give you info. Definitely not. Okay. Uh, so not a nat 20. Okay. No. Um, so what, I think you see here is um, a structure that is very much an inversion of some of the interior spaces, interior spaces, and um, it is bulky, but hexagonal shapes are laid out in strange in a strange kind of pattern on the, the surface of the material, like a layer, a cladding of armor for the structure. Um, and you also are able to make out that 
just based on your role and getting in there that it has to go much deeper than the surface that you're able to see. Something large has been submerged here. And the peoples who've claimed this spot just built on top of it. But what you see makes you think that this was a surface level space at some point in the past. Interesting. Far, far in the past. Okay. Hmm. Um, and uh, you, you can also at this point see that most of the folks who were on the wall kind of moved away. Um, they're busy shouting back behind and, and you kind of get a sense of just movement and motion in that area. What are you all up to, if anything? Um, Their attention once, seems diverted from you. Once the wagon um, goes by, I'm going to step back out of the road and be like, can we come in and, uh, you know, resupply? Uh Okay, go ahead and roll a perception or persuasion check. I mean, you're gonna win it unless you roll in that one. And I guide him. <laughs> you, got you can this, do friend. it. <laughs> That's uh, wait, what's guidance? Why not? Uh, D four. I'm pulling it up. If you roll over a thirty-five, I'm gonna giggle. Um, no, it's a twenty-nine. Okay. Um, almost without thinking, you see that the person who had let the wheel go start to roll it back up. <gasps> you hear a cough from inside and then a shrug is seen from the person pulling the wheel up and they stop with it like halfway up, but it's plenty of clearance for the three of you to get under there. I'm just going to like walk in quickly before he drops it on my head. I will follow. I will also follow very confusedly, being like, where are we going inside? Like looking um, around. You see the the individual with the beak and feathered body, just like now that you're here and they're on the ground level, you can see that they're fairly small. They're about the same size as Trixie. Um, and they must've been standing on a box or something to be at head height with the other individuals up above. And you can see them just like berating you can't quite make out the words berating the person up top as you all come in and they look at you and they're like, welcome. Thank you for having us. We appreciate your hospitality. Is there somewhere we could um, get something to eat? <sighs> the, the beak like points up at the individual up on top of the wall and you, you hear very uh, very broken uh, your language, common language, uh, saying something along the lines of you you found them, you take care of them. Kind of like a, these are stray cats, they're not my stray cats. And turns and grumps over to the, to the wagon that they're working on. Like they turn to do that. I mean, you could always interrupt this at any moment. But the person up above, you see, see their shoulders just kind of fall a little bit and then they start making their way down the the wall it's a uh, wooden ladders are their way of getting up and you can see that from the interior of the space it is very much hodgepodge together 
But now that you're inside, you can actually make out more of this plastic. It's everywhere. Uh, you are standing on what looks like some sort of of extension of that. Like it, it looks like a, a the entire floor is something fancy for you know the hodgepodge that is built up over the top of it. And just in the off to the side near one of the walls, it's like kind of almost built around with an extra piece is a kind of spherical shape made out of the same material that's standing above. Um, and it's decently sized. It's not, you know, it's at least four or five people large, but it's not huge. It's not observable over the wall. So you can see all that going on in this person trudging down the ladder, all, all rickety wood over the top of concrete for lack of a better descriptor. Would you like to play a game? Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. Oh dear. Um, uh, when he when he comes down, I'll be like, "Hello, thanks for letting us in. It's been a long road, and we're tired and weary, and would love to get some refreshment." Tired, weary, refreshments. What what, what refreshments? I'm just gonna point at Trixie because she has the language thing. It looks at you. Oh, uh, uh, ref refreshments, beverages, drink, drink. Ah, yes. Uh, I thought you wanted to go into the tank. Okay, uh, this way. Well, what, what, what do you mean by that? What? As he walks along, very casually, this individual seems to have, at least at first glance, unless they're sophisticated and you want to roll an inside check, they seem to have no guile at surface venereal level. Oh, in, into that thing, because it's very refreshing. And he points to that big spherical object. Okay. How um, much of this can we understand that isn't Trixie? Uh, since he's talking to Trixie and he's reverted to his native tongue. We cannot uh, then. You do not understand this. Great. Um, but it all sounds to you very casual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to, you can also uh, kind of insight check to see if that's a veneer or reality because you're just getting it from the tone. It will be a higher DC for that, but just. No, I'm waiting for Trixie to give a, a sign if need be. Uh, well, he, um, and I just kind of look over my shoulder and go like, oh, uh, oh, um, uh, well, he, he's taking us to, to, to refreshments, but he said something about, um, Going in that that round thing and making people feel refreshed. I don't know. Maybe we can take a bath later. I couldn't tell you the last time I had a good wash. You know, ask him what it is. What, what makes you it even refreshing? Say that he's a. Oh, you can take a bath too, but that that thing is uncanny. What? I, I'm. I guess I'm. I'm. Oh, I have. So, such a hard time not picking up, up your accent. I was noticing uh, that. I was like, she's getting excited. I was loving it. I was giggling to myself. Uh, it's so hard when I go anywhere with an accent to not pick it up. Um, don't, don't worry, Patty. I'm not offended. <laughs> um, just know that it's truly not on purpose. Um, well, uh, what do you mean uh, uncanny? Like, do you just you just step into it? Oh yeah, it's been different for different folk, but it's been a, it's been an experience. I'm gonna touch um, tangent on the arm and say, "Languages for you, communication is key to making new friends." And I'm gonna cast tongues. 
and then I'm going to put a hand on my own chest and say, want to understand, hate a language barrier. Let's clear this up now. I cast it on myself. And as you do, each of you like coming into that, you kind of pick up at the last bit, like as, as he says things like, oh, it's uncanny. That's when Tanzanite gets in. And then as uh, Asher picks up the last little bit, different folks and just. What? Uh, so so th this is the mess. What okay. does the tank do for you? Have you done it? Uh, yes, I did it once because I, and he holds up his hands and he's like, I lost three fingers in a sailing accident and I got all six of them back. He, he wiggles his hands and you can see he has 10 fingers, but you're like six. Clearly he's a little, little funky. In his world. Hmm. I think it's sweet. Well, if we were to go in there what what would that process be well i i think we just go hop in let's go and he starts turning and starts walking in that direction i go with him i will i'll meet y'all at the mess <laughs> i'm gonna Two. tentatively go with them uh if so... i grow a, if i grow a third arm hand it's your fault uh yeah as long as it can punch i mean that's a third i think that's a that extra attack you could play an extra instrument yeah. <laughs> uh, Morocco. So yeah. I could play the ukulele and a maraca at the same time. So this uh, seems to be pretty unguarded. Nobody's really see even seeming to pay attention to what's this large globular structure. And you can make out what looks like a really fine, um, almost embossing to the structure that you quickly realize is a doorway. And he just walks in, opens it up as after y'all and you can kind of see there's like a dark dim interior vaguely you can make out a possible set of stairs maybe or a railing um after you tanzanite done <laughs> i'm gonna i'm going in i don't know why this is fascinating right. me it's fa I'm, I'm going in y'all went into the house with the creepy lady i'm going in the tank <laughs> I will yeah. go in behind. Yeah, we him. went in because we lost <laughs> rolls. Well, that's so, what you get for communicating with it. <laughs> Not just staying away. So you two go in because it uh Asher just also said he would go in right after Tanzanite. Um is that just just two at a time? Is that okay? Or do you want all three? Uh, two I think two at a time is fine. I'll uh I'll wait and see if they if I, this. you know. I'm curious to hear about their experience. Well, I could just go by myself. Oh, bye. You hear the door close behind you and the interior uh, is a mo for a moment just super dark. And then slowly either your eyes adjust or illumination occurs. And for the two of you inside of it, you see a red railing around a deep pit in the center um, and tiers of seats uh, following the shape of the um, of the globe itself, of uh, from the interior side, there's only two rows. It's not like a huge space inside. It's really only barely room enough for maybe 10, 12 people max to be in here all at the same time. And then you start to hear a whirring coming from the pit. Right before the whirring starts, I'm like, ah, oh, alone at last. 
So wait, it's me and Asher? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you and Asher. And Asher just said, oh, alone at last. <laughs> and I was like, wait, was that out loud? <laughs> I don't step away, but I don't step closer. <laughs> <laughs> and then the word starts. Hear that. I'm like, uh, what is that? And then I'm going to walk towards the railing. <laughs> getting louder and louder as as and as asher gets clo steps closer are you stepping up to the railing yes yeah so stepping up to the railing and even looking down you can see deep below you a red light is pulsing and starting to get brighter and brighter but it's so far away that it hasn't lit up the the places closest to you yet oh man i hope we don't blow up again if i look around are there like any like thing on the walls like is there like posters or like instructions or <laughs> roll a perception check do not run near the pool oh okay that's not bad um oh yeah i'd like to also roll a perception check but i'm looking 23 um so jess mm -hmm. the answer could be no there's nothing on the walls <laughs> uh you see a lot of different um, things scribed out. It's not in a language you recognize, She's but it tongue. is in one of those languages that is older. Um, and there are certain terms that you've possibly picked up. And we're going to see in just a second with an intelligence roll. So just roll an intelligence check. Or no, actually, I want you to roll a history check. History. Just to see if you picked it up from your experiences. Damn, Ash. I forgot tongue was only spoken. Damn it, Asher. What is? I got a fifteen staring down. Oh. Okay, so staring down that red uh, material light, whatever it is, seems to be coming closer, and you can't make out specifics, but it seems to just be, especially as it gets close, like a molten material or like liquid but it's bubbling from the center and it's approaching um does it feel, tonight, does it feel warm or anything uh at this point the only strangeness to this room is that the mugginess of the swamp has been replaced with a cool dry air uh tanzanite uh 18 Ooh, okay. So you pick up some of the strange words that maybe maybe it was Asher's fault, who knows, but somebody shared at some point with you some terms. Could have been in your early schooling. Uh, it could have been just like over the recent year speaking with these. No, it wouldn't have been from the primordial deities. It would have been either Asher or maybe me or somebody, but they've shared a few of the stranger terms from uh, the old text that nobody really knows or understands fully, but they do know that they've caused changes. And you pick up several times the the symbology that you know means nanite. Nanite. Yes. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Jessica does not know what that means. Does Tanzanite know what that means? I think it means we're about to be assimilated. <laughs> The whirring gets really loud, and then suddenly, Asher, that red pool, bursts forth. And do I have time to cast a spell right before that happens? Go ahead, do it. 
I'm going to say um, a quixotic fancy when you least expect it to. Inspiration strikes and cast Bardic Inspiration on Tanzanite. And you get inspiration for being the quixotic person. <laughs> Especially in a random... <laughs> A random space like that. So as you as you kind of throw out the bardic uh, equivalent of a good luck, you got this moment. You also feel feel an infusion just from the brilliance of your own haiku. And my haiku is brilliant. You both have inspiration, uh, just different forms of it. Um, and that material floods the space suddenly, and you are both drowning in this red liquid and yet also not feeling any ill effects from it. And you, in that flood of material, it seems to go into every pore and crevice of your body. And then before you have a chance to even realize that you think you're drowning. I'm gonna swim over to Tanzanite if I have time, just and like hold her hand in case we die. Holding hands, this flood coming through before you even have a chance to think about it too much. It's gone, flooding back down the tunnel and disappearing below. And with tongues on, you both hear system reset complete. And you both have the experience of having accomplished a long rest. Uh, cool. Should have blew more spells. At least now if time runs out, I have more spell slots because I used my last two third level spell slots. Uh, so yes, you've you've have the effects of a of a, of a complete reset. And um, Trixie outside, you're you're sitting there for a little bit. It's not long. It's like thirty seconds go by. You can't tell anything's going on. And the guy standing out says, "Well, I should be done any second now." And as he says now, it's only a minute in and the door <laughs> opens again the embossed connection just separating and there are your two friends standing there holding hands looking refreshed i want to like let her hands go be like or let her hand go be like sorry thought we might die oh well, that's okay i feel i feel great and i have like a slight bounce as i could go out <laughs> combination of a long rest and uh and maybe uh, a bit of hand holding uh, okay. i will walk out as well. so uh -huh, i feel still good still rested. Feel refreshed was it okay. hey was it, out of curiosity was ambition missing her horns ambition uh oh. ambition had some yeah definitely some serious i bet if we brought ashes here he said it grew his fingers back i wonder if it would grow his legs back Maybe. Uh, I don't know if they would let us do that. Um, at least not the guy we were talking to before. Yeah, we might have to try to work our way to some leadership at some point, but did you want to try it? Um, I feel good. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm, well, we I could always do it on the way out. Fine. Yeah, sure. I haven't done anything, so I don't need... <laughs> I already feel great. I'm fine. I'm just saying, like I, 
I, I, I, I, I'm just glad nothing seems to have happened to either of you. Asher walks away. There's a third ear in the back of his head. Okay, not really. <laughs> I mean, Trixie, why don't you roll a, a, a perception check? check? Make sure. <laughs> oh, better than the last one. Uh, a perception check? Mm -hmm. uh, that's a 28. <laughs> uh, Okay, so with a 28, my <laughs> God, you see the unicorn. Well, I rolled an 18, but it was cocked, and then I rolled a 19, so. <laughs> it's actually really kind of scary to see, because every little imperfection that gave their features character, uh, scars from childhood, they're all gone. Their skin is perfect. Um, they look like someone somehow rebabyized them as young adults teens we're gonna get huh. so sunburned like their skin is i mean especially tanzanite who is already fairly translucent she is translucent almost you can see just completely refreshed they appear um every acne scar from their teenage years gone um, any war wounds that they loved and enjoyed from the recent encounters gone. Huh. I mean, you look good. So I feel great. Yeah. Well, it's been working for our people and seems to be lovely, but I still like to go eat and chill. Yeah. Oh, well, yes, yes, please. Um, yeah. But thank you, thank you for sh for sharing that with with us. That's that's very generous. Of you want to hop in? I'm kind of curious how it will impact you. I mean, you saw the boss. The bosses uh, used to be a little bit less feathered in certain spots, and they, they they're completely feathered now. So you don't travel with this. This was here before you got here. Oh, this 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 is found. Okay. Hmm. I mean, Asher's like wishing now he had not said that this land was unclaimed. <laughs> Asher's having the mental recalibration. Well, uh, we're trying to figure out how to take it with us, but that's kind of why you see what's going on here. Also, um, we, we've been having some issues lately as well. And uh, oh, it, it's helped us out a bit. Issues. I, I don't know if we're all having a collective mental breakdown, but there seems to be this strange creature with multiple heads that flies through and and it just uh, keeps trying to destroy us. So Yeah, we know her. Um, we're not friends. Uh, we're, uh, we're actually part of an alliance um, that has formed to fight against her. Well, uh, do you have um, someone who's in charge that... Besides the person that was at the gate, I feel like we we could have some things to offer each other. We'll, we'll kind of cut off here. Uh, our, our our people landed north of here about four or five days journey. Um, we're uh, what you might call a uh, a retreating folk, trying to get out of the the, the majority of the of our people 
were up further north and, and this is kind of where we ended up settling uh due to the running um we we, we dragged our our boats this far well that's impressive well helps that it's all mucky muck swampy land gets a little bit more uh marshy through there and you can actually row a row a boat that's not quite so deeply slung through a lot of it there are some creatures out here that are a little dangerous there's there's some sort of thing with with lots of teeth and uh we did tame that that thing you saw uh when the when the wagon came through that was quite yeah lovely. yeah i i don't think i've ever seen one of those before Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> neither did we before we got here uh there's there was a small herd of them right on the shoreline and and uh they uh they seemed ripe for a little bit of loving and 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 we're, we have hopes for them uh but uh they're, they're much more amenable than some of the sea creatures we usually we're just here to drag boats and rescue animals. I mean, we're, we're all out of boats. We 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 are out of boats. Um, the last boat you saw it has those wheels on it, which are apparently a thing land people do. Mm. Um. Uh, do you think you could take us to, like, whoever's in charge here? Uh. I, I guess so. Sure, that'd be, that'd be great. We'd love, we'd love to talk to them. Yeah, let, let's just let's just go. Let's yeah, just do that. Yeah, let's, let's do it, just, man. Yeah. yeah. Someone let's... keeps rolling really low. <laughs> I think I hate this new dice. Maybe <laughs> maybe we're just assuming Asher's passive charisma is ninety six and just going with it. Well, that. I have written down a number that is my, I don't need to ask you to roll for. <laughs> and I have yet to roll over it with this character. <laughs> Still not rolling over with a different dice. Okay. Um, I have to roll a 15 to make you roll right now. <laughs> it's really rough. Okay. So uh, you quickly and, and, and seemingly, um, without issue, end up being ushered over to what I think would remind us of, of a um, of he, I don't know if he, any of you have ever seen one of these, but they're the circular kind of tentish feel to them. A yurt? Yeah, it's a yurt. So if you know what a yurt is, then you are seeing that. Um, it's made of the canvas of old sails. It's my retirement uh, plan. Oh, God, it would be so cool, except I don't want to live in one place. You don't like camping. <laughs> no, I don't like camping, but I think they're cool. Uh, so you see this structure, and it's it's probably one of the biggest freestanding structures here. Most of the other spaces are um, little ramshackle dwellings of, of pitched timber from a former life as the hull of a ship possibly um but this looks like it was well constructed some time went into it and um yeah they don't even have guards at the door because they don't have internal strife because of the way that their structure is so yeah you're just brought right in and there uh 
standing at a fire that's at the center of the space, um, the smoke billowing up through a central vent hole, you see an individual who's kind of garlanded so in very, very like braids. Viking Viking longhouse kind of vibe. Uh, more circular, not the long okay. structure, but more of a circular, uh, lower heighted. So, um, whereas like most of the spaces you may have been in have high ceiling space and such, this is definitely not that fancy, but it is nicely decked out. And for the ground, you can see that some planks of wood have been tied together with uh, some sort of canvas material. It's not nailed down, it's not built in, but it's very clear that they could, and they did sling this together with material that they had to hand. And it's nicer in here. And then the center area is actually built up of uh, what looks like it might've been stone from like you've experienced in both the airship Trixie, but also those of you who weren't on the airship before, um, but were on uh, sailing vessels of various sorts, the, the stones of a chef's kitchen or a, a not a chef's kitchen but you know the cook of a boat has things to protect the boat from the fire uh, that they need to build to cook and it looks like some of that has been reused here to create this center campfire in the middle of an otherwise very possibly burnable space um, and the campfire itself seems to be built really well really really well really well um, but you can see the, the individual there braided hair um kind of in a um this is terrible but it's the braided version of a um what is that that hairstyle that's the party in the back business up front mullet. Mullet. it's like a braided mullet in the back the front is all just very shorn short but then there's a of braided hair and bedecked with ribbons and shells and other things like that. They're just it's a, very much a hodgepodge of decoration at the back of their head. Um, they appear to be human. I'm just going to like walk up and like put my hands out like, oh yeah, that's just tough. Looks at you. I, I, I don't recognize you. Oh, hi. Uh, huh? My name's Asher. I'm from... Uh, a nearby city called Overton, and we came to visit. Hi. We've heard about your your troubles with uh, the five-headed dragon, and we wanted to see if we could help each other. You're not from one of the other crews? No. No, we are from a, a pretty large city called Overton that's uh, a ways to the south of here. There's There's large cities. Yes, there's Overton, there's uh, Canyonville, there's uh, some smaller towns nearby um, named <laughs> uh, New Belgrano down the coast, there's um, Amundsen Shelter up north a little bit, uh, yeah, there's, there's little towns and cities all around this continent. Uh, how'd you get in here? I'm at a loss. What what's going on? Well, the gate, the gate. People let me in, and then um, our friend here, in the gate, showed us here after we said we could maybe help with the. As dragon. you look around, that person's taken off. They're like, oh yeah, he left. But um, yeah, <laughs> they, they they dropped you off where they thought you wanted to be, and kind of just, it's like a, it's like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure sort of feel you got from that individual, just like. 
Yeah, they spaced out and wandered off, or they thought they were done and they walked. The guy who got fingers back. Yeah. That guy. Uh, uh, yeah, he had like four and now he has six. Oh, yeah. Well, he, has, he, he can't he count. Ten, he has 10 fingers. Yeah. He's. Yeah. He's All I know is he staff, got them back. I which makes quite sense sure. that you got through if he was the only one. Didn't Venture tell you not to come? We're, what is going We're falling apart. That's okay. This uh, is the end we, of our people. I don't know what's going to happen next. Well, and we, as he shakes his head, the braids. I think that we can help you. Um, so we um, represent an alliance of different towns and cities and peoples who are fighting back against the dragons that are ravaging the world. So we have... Now you have my attention. That's what we said at the gate, but... If you were talking to who you say you were talking to, I'm impressed he even... There was also um, uh, an individual with a... a beak? Venture. Didn't Venture stop you? Um, yeah, tried. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't. He kind of brushed said, us off at first, and then the other yeah, guy went yeah, in, yeah. and then yeah. he, it was just, he didn't. He didn't like. He didn't really share a lot of information. So we 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 just Structure asked the other one. My hand is falling apart. I'm I'm I am I am shocked and amazed. Well, we we really don't mean to. We're not trying to intrude. We're we're just trying to help. So if you need us to leave, we can. We just we no, we no, offer no. to you set got up through. So that this is just meant to be. Uh, it, it must be meant to be. And he kind of brushes back his beads and separates them out for a second. You hold on to him for a second, and just you can see him kind of mumble under his breath. Breathes. Okay. You may be the blessing we've been looking for. So I'm just gonna. Go with the flow of whatever this has been, and I'm going to ask you for discretion, and I hope your help. My people have been trading with the people of this space, but we thought you're all pretty primitive. Uh, Just, you know, people living at the top of some ice dam that recently broke, and Never really communicated much and honestly asked for pretty basic supplies. And then we'd sail back to our home port, but our home ports, they, they don't exist much anymore. And uh, so we thought we'd come down here to these primitive peoples and just, you know, there's we got some help from some people that apparently live underwater. Yeah, and, yeah, we know, uh, we know of them. Wow, um, y- y'all are pretty well informed. We get around. Um, yeah, uh, we had a friend who uh, was of the, the lake people before the ice dam broke. And then um, I understand there's more of her type or her folk out in the sea as well. So uh, we were, my group here was actually sort of uh, instrumental in helping to bring the ice dam down and reunite them. So, Holy... You all are fairly sophisticated. It's only been like 10 years or so, and you've all become world experts, I guess. Um, well, um, 
we aren't on your lands. We were told that the swamps were unclaimed. Yeah, um, yeah. Nobody, nobody really lives here. That's that's not why we're here. Yeah, you're just bumping up against neighbors. Us, so we just kind of wanted to meet you and see, you know. I, I knew we shouldn't come this far south, but the. But um, but, I think I think it's fine. Um, yeah, you know, we're we're always looking for allies against the dragons, and I think um this this healing chamber you have here is great. I think that we could get some use out you of that. Or, what sort of sorcerers are you? Oh, the your, the guy oh. at the gate took us to it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It is great. Uh, my name up until recently was One-Handed Joe. <laughs> we actually have a couple of allies who uh, have some lost limbs. I'd love to bring them by. But um, apparently, more the merrier these days. I don't know what's falling <laughs> apart here, but uh, so uh, hold up a second. I do have a, a major issue, and apparently, you're going to solve all the issues in the world because you must be some sort of. I don't know. I don't know how you've gone under the radar for our people, but you're just basically gods. <sighs> you know. Of death. Goddess. Goddess. Of... Roll an intimidation check. <laughs> I want to know if he believes you or if he's totally freaked out. Um, or if he doesn't believe you and thinks you're just as nuts as... Intimidation. Oh, that's not great. That's a 12... <laughs> Okay, we'll see what that does. To... You see him just his face. Uh, and he kind of tries to make eye contact with Asher and Trixie. Like, oh, she's uh, in training, kind of like a apprentice. He just shudders. Like, got, got a parent, I guess, maybe. Uh, uh, oh, 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 all right. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just pass this off to you. It's what led us here, and it's kind of been blessing and a curse. But um, and he shifts, and as he shifts, you can see all the beads clatter. Now you have a really good glance at them. Uh, Tanzanite, roll a perception check really quickly because this fits your world. Um, and then. Mm -hmm. Anybody else who who is trying to examine them can roll a history check, I think, if you want to see if you would even be able to. 16 for me. All right, that's fine. Tanzanite, you got this. There's no need oh, to right. stress. Um, Tanzanite, you see that each of those beads aligns to at least one, if not more, of the deities that you've met. This individual seems to have a polytheistic bead collection that just happens to match many of the deities that you've run into. I feel like Tanzanite's about to have an elf moment. I know him! <laughs> so you just um, see those beads swish. My history check was a 25. <laughs> With a 25, if you want to roll a perception check that beats a 16, or beats a 15, uh, you will also have that same knowledge in your brain, because somewhere you probably 16. saw Tanzanite's tally of various folks or maybe you one of your networks provided you a list of the one of your individual provided you a, a list of the symbolism that I was feel like Asher is like bold enough that when she was like at the god con thing he would just like go in there and be like hey what's up <laughs> like go visit her yeah yeah so um, yeah you you 
I got a 16. So Okay, so both of you know um, what's apparent in front of you. Um, and uh, you, you see these um, beads and then almost as swiftly as catching sight of this, uh, they turn back around and they are holding in front of you a mask. Um, they, this has been both the blessing and the curse. Um, when we wear it, we find our next step, but it also seems to bring death right not long after that. Is it similar to the mask that I have? Uh, Design-wise, it's very similar where yours is a gold mask, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. This one is a ebony mask. Okay. Mm. I would who, like to... Who was... Sorry, go ahead. Who was the most recent one to pass? You said there's death that always arrives after you use it. Well, the last time it was, was the strange flying creature with the five heads. Yeah, um, we don't want we don't want to bring her around. We're not ready for that today. Um, I mean, we would deal, but it's not an ideal situation if she showed up. Uh, I'm going to say seems perfectly fine, but the thing about magic, you can't always tell. I'm going to cast detect magic on the on the mask. Um, as you cast detect magic, a lot of things light up. The beads at the back of his head, some of them light up. But most pertinently, the mask lights up brightly. And it's a confluence of magical energies that seems to, if not actively, potentially have multiple magics available to it. Um, I think that your... Do you have your mask on you or did you send it off with the treasure? It is in my bag with uh, the mask oh. in my robe. Yeah. You also get the glow from that as well at this time. And you see that similar but different percentages, so to speak, of the formulations of those magics as potential in there as well. And you also note, you know, your friends are wearing magical objects of various sorts. Um, but since you're focusing on the mask, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm like, can, uh, I, can I see it? And I'm going to reach out and see if you'll hand it to me. He, he quickly hands it to you. And as soon as he lets go, he just looks relieved. I'm going to like set it down on the floor and then I'm going to like take my bag off and like take out the gold one and set it next to it and just kind of look at them side by side. He gasps when you take out the gold one. Now you have this gold and ebony match. And I'm looking over his shoulder. I'm going to be like, I promise I'm not like a weird dragon cultish person. I found this. Um, <laughs> He's like, and, uh, I don't know what a dragon cultist is, but this is, this is beyond me. Okay. So I'm just like sort of Examining them side by side with the tech magic active, I guess. Um, once you set them down side by side, you can see that some of the energies actually start to flow into each other and start to like an imperfect lock picking situation where the tumblers are tumbling, but there's this isn't finished. Okay. Those magic like, energies. Put my fingers like this and like slide them further apart. Like, oh, I don't like that. As you slide them further apart, you see those tumblers unlock again and come apart. And once they're about a meter away from each other, they completely desist from those things. And it's just back all to being potential energies. So, okay. So what happens when you put this on? Uh, well, well, it kind of tells us where we need to go next. So um, it tells you where you need to go, but when you get there, you get attacked. 
know when we put it on, we get attacked and then we run to where we need to go next, mm. which has been a problem because we've barely by, gotten away. Were you attacked by that creature every time or is it different? Well, we can see it at a different distance, but like one of the problems was people were trying out what it could do and there was a there was a green dragon uh we killed that one mm-hmm. she killed it specifically but we all kind of beat on it mm-hmm. oh well that's a relief because the last time we put it on uh we put it on because we needed to escape a black dragon and then you killed that one too Uh, just a, can just, I ask you about a few other things here? Sure. Uh, well, actually, we it was a, a larger coalition of our allies group that I was talking about killed the black dragon. That was a much larger dragon than the green one. I, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, that was not just us. Ha, have you handled a red dragon recently? No. Not I've yet. Not, I've not seen a red one. Yeah. How about a blue one? Nope. And a white one. Mm-mm. What color is Bahamut? Bahamut. Um, whereas these dragons that have been the more evil vindictive ones have been colors, like chromatic colors. Uh, Bahamut was metallic. Mm. And was, a, I think, probably as close as you could picture possibly a matchup to white, but it was a metallic White, the, the silver white scales and blue cat-like yes. eyes. Yes. So there's there's that distinction of color versus metallic sort of look mm-hmm. to them. I'm wondering if I mean we shouldn't do it here. We don't want to like lure a dragon here, but I'm wondering if we I'm like to Tanzanite and Trixie. I'm wondering if we could take this mask and put it on somewhere like a good battle, like pick the battle site and Summon the dragon and kill it. I mean, it's not a bad idea, but I think we would need more. My only fear is that we would summon all three of them. (laughs) They've seen three total dragons, four total dragons that are still alive. Um, You've taken out two of the dragons that they talked about. They shared three additional dragons. Not including Tiamat. Not including. Be that you've seen, and you recall seeing a couple of those colors in the sky above before mm-hmm. the black dragon landed. And yeah, we have we've seen some of those. Um, they fled. Uh, we, we some of our allies went after them. I don't know if they caught them or not. Um, I haven't heard back from them recently. Um, yeah. So, well, did you want us to keep this, or do you want to... I mean, this is yours. I don't want to steal it from you, but uh, I think we could possibly use it to trap or to lure and destroy dragons. I feel like that might be a better bargain we've made in a while, but I, I do have one request. I'll, I'll hand that off to you now, but could you see it in your path to find out about the rest of our people? we're we're a fraction of the people we were um, and we've been running but our other folk 
mean, we came over 500 ships. I'm a bit tangent. Um, do you have to have met someone to? Um, yes. Okay. Um, um DM. Yes. Doesn't a really good description also count? Like I don't I haven't had to have met them. I just have to have their visage. Know what they look like and vision. Yeah, that word. So the There's... literal description of the spell would be you have to be familiar with them. Mm. I like familiar to be degrees. But the more degrees of familiarity you are away from that person, I get to roll some D100s to see mm -hmm. what sort of occurs. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> if they're on a different plane of existence, like the last time you did a, a, a call out to Barbary, uh, there's a chance, 5% um, chance that the message doesn't arrive. Which is why I had to. How far, how far up north are your, your allies? Well, we 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 ran for dragging our boats over some of the more solid parts for three days, four days. Uh, and now I, I'll tell you, this was panic, but we also had our our Humphreys. Our Humphreys helped pull. Uh, we did lose a couple of them, but I think we still have a viable population. And I'm I'm tempted to say we should never leave here again. Especially if you've gotten rid of a green dragon and a black dragon, this might be the safest place in all of the world. Yeah, the green dragon's nest was actually very, you were right on top of it. It was just south of here. So his eyes just widen. So it's good that he's gone now. Um, we weren't safe at all. What the I think that, hell I think that means that, that another thinking? dragon is probably not nearby, but also um, I think that maybe this mask is not leading you in a friendly direction seems like it was leading you right towards danger that, that, that would probably be a better explanation than our explanation um so they ran four days south into the swamp so they probably landed on the northern coast of like this peninsula the giant peninsula that goes out like that newport grounds in the middle of uh i think based on your geography and especially because i think the three of you between the airship travel, the set creating like little networks and, and the magic circle travel and everything, you have a pretty good solid grasp of the geography of this space. Um, they This group's encampment is closer to the Southern coast away from this the uh, sea that I forgot the name of right now. What is that sea called? Uh, Legend Ice Bay? Yes, they, they are closer to the Belgronian Sea ah. than they are to the Legend Ice Bay. Okay. Legend Ice Bay, from their description, is where they arrived. Right. And I mean, that's they, where the other people would be, and then they fled down from there, right? Yeah, this group fled south. Okay. Right. The other folks... So what I'm wondering here. is, I guess, from what we know of Trixie's dad, did he go that way? And could we message him um, if he's seen them? Trixie's father was sent partially to go find his wife or not to find his wife to find uh not at all his wife that was my bad sorry partially sent to find tanzanite's mom and the people that left with her uh and partially to go make allies and try to track down this very people okay and they headed off to 
a location beyond Atwind last you knew. Mm. Um, nobody's contacted him via sending, so it's been a while. Um, okay. I'm going to turn to Trixie and be like, I've been a little nervous to do this because um, do you think that we should try having Tanzanite reach out to your dad and see if he's seen the people up north on his way up north and leaving the continent? I mean, we could. I don't even know if he's still alive. I mean, that's why I've been a little nervous to try, but um, that's I mean, up to you. It, that's kind of <clears throat> that's kind of part of the deal, so it's not it's not something I can't prepare myself for. Um, Tanzanite, what do you think? Do you think uh, you could reach him? I can certainly. Have you ever met him? Yeah. Yeah. At the tavern, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, At we the were in tavern, the tavern. When, when and I also went with back. you to your house when your parent, both parents were there. At the very, very, very beginning. I just wanted to make sure. That might have even yeah. been before we recorded. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was pre-recording, I think. Yeah. It was some time ago. Yeah. Many moons. Um, I would certainly be happy to do that as long as I have Trixie's blessing of doing so. Of course. Then, I mean, is this something I need to do, you want me to do right now? Or do we want to finish up here and then... Right. I think if we can help these folks, you know, get a little knowledge about their people. Otherwise, we'll have to find an alternate means of figuring out what happened to those people. As you contemplate your decisions, you can see the leader of this small subsect of the group um, kind of watching you. And, and it's interesting, he's picked up what's happening. You can see a bit of sympathy in his eyes. And he says to you, rest and think. I'm going to get you some grub sent over and just use my space as your own. And with that, we're going to give our players a chance to think about this stuff, except for <laughs> Asher, who's going to be writing a story, and go on our break. Hope you all enjoy the break, and I hope this has been fun. If it has not been fun, then too bad. You will suffer through it anyways. Love you very much. Be back at quarter two. The the pups are fine, I think. Great. Yeah. A quarter um, to wait, two. What is, need, quarter, yeah. quarter to the so fifteen to the hour. But it's fourteen minutes okay. of commercial and I have to pee. So let's do this. All right. Great. And we're back and 
Jess has done a costume change. Yeah, I got chilly. Oh, it, you look so cozy. Plus, plus, I got two shots today, so my arms are kind of sore now. Oh. So I want to be cozy. Oh, uh, it's gonna be a rough, uh, rough show tomorrow. I'm sorry, Jess. But it's good. Get your boosters and your flu shot. Yeah, I gotta get my booster. Oh, here now you can have. Oh, brother, yeah, I think, I, I think I'm eligible now for the new one. I had I had COVID in October, so I wasn't, or like end of September into October, so I wasn't able to get the new one with the variant stuff in it, but. Well, I'm going to go to a Portland uh, Comic Con style thing. It's more of a just a geek con thing uh, in Aww. January or February. And so I want to get those done so that I can go. I don't want to be like held up at the gate. I don't know how detail oriented they are, but I like going to these things and I will I will take the shot to get into that space, um, even though I'm you know pretty isolated. All right. So welcome back. We have our story. Um, Jess, did you find it? I sent it to you on Discord. Are you ready? Mm. It's going to be a real cold read. Oh, you haven't even looked. Well, oh. Future reference, if you read it, gets sent to you on Discord. It's in the number writing. <laughs> Sorry, I should have said that. No, I love this. This is this is icy cold read right now. She's ice cream reading. Would you like <laughs> us to vamp for a minute so you can skim it? Oh my God. <laughs> okay, I just couldn't like it. There was like a block. Discord was like pop had a pop up, and I couldn't get rid of the pop up. But mm. I got it now. Okay. They've had a lot of pop ups lately. I want to be like Discord, stop. Okay. Here we go. Okay. I'm so nervous. You're gonna okay. be great. <laughs> Do you ever wish you could escape from survival? in the rugged medieval city and try to survive in the rugged outdoors instead? Time to get out of town and go camping. At campgrounds of Atland, more commonly known as KOA, <laughs> you, can get, <laughs> you can get out of the dangerous city and enjoy the serene peace of the country. <laughs> with one of our campgrounds, with a two-week walk of Virtually any Atlan's major cities, you can escape violent city life and relax for a weekend before trekking all the way back to certain death once again. You've probably heard about the incidents of, the incident a few years ago where the Red Dragon ate 11 campers, but what are the odds of that happening again? <laughs> Besides, we've upgraded our, our campsites with state-of-the-art camouflage and magical wandering so passing dragons won't even know you're there instead of watching your neighbor's house burn to fiery hell of you know a dragon's breath why not roast a marshmallow over a cozy campfire take a break from watching the city's guard get fried by a blue dragon's lightning and recharge yourself in one of our proprietary proprietary man-made hot springs Sure, a black dragon's acid might have melted your livestock, but let your cares melt away at one of our new rugged woodland spas. If you have five heads of Tiamat, no, if the five heads of Tiamat are stressing you out, grab four of your nearest friends and relax for far from the dangers of a 
at a friendly KOA campground today. <laughs> uh, I, KOA, not a sponsor. I love that reading. That was uh, <laughs> hilarious and terrifying all the time. Ah, uh, the joys. Oh, we, all, we all shifted. Oh yeah, we are. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind it. I think I'm the only one. That's, no, no, wait. Yeah, I mean, am I the only one that's in the same? No, I was on the nope. left. There. Well, I was going to boop Jess, but you moved me. I'm booping everybody boop. now. Um, okay. Boop. I, I feel like I can't handle boop. change like this, so I have to. <laughs> boop. I honestly don't know what it was like before. It, it, have, it was this. It was this. Okay. So we have a rhythm to look. <laughs> that helps me just like know who to look at and it's helpful and then we have chaos. <laughs> welcome back to probability of demise i hope you enjoyed that little uh koa unsponsored but at atland camping experience um congratulations just on your first read <laughs> oh beads. it's good for us we're becoming better actors all right um yeah, so you've kind of hit this point where there's a kind of personal momentous decision on the part of Trixie. <laughs> she stole something. Whether or not to... Uh, it was the puppy break sign, ironically. <laughs> stole the puppy break sign. <laughs> She's probably shredding it in the next room. <laughs> nice. Totally. Uh, but uh, Trixie, I, I, I think I want the panning to be at your puppy, apparently. Oh. oh, she is totally shredding it. Turkey dog. Hey, Buffy. Buffy. So, so Buffy. Hey, like, I don't know my name yet. What? Are you supposed to have that? Yeah. It's got my Buffy. name on it. It's like puppy on it. It's mine. That? <laughs> oh, that was a guilty look, but not very guilty. Like, partially yeah. guilty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really don't want to clean that out of your poop later. So, Trixie, you... <laughs> I'll come back to you because you got a dog to do. I with. mean, you don't have to recover it. Shift. Just shift my thinking over to somebody else here for a second. Asher and Tanzanite, you can kind of see the conflict in Trixie's face, but also kind of a bit of resolve. Uh, what? What? Is she back? Not yet. Um, now she's back. Now she's back. Sorry. So you can kind of see the the resolve forming in Trixie's eyes. Trixie. Uh, can you just describe for us what's going through Trixie's head, like as if we're third personing it into your mind and and what this suggestion of reaching out to your father like is? Tanzanite's about to do to your dad's mind. <laughs> so Trixie's thinking about how complicated her relationship always was with her father. And that she, for the longest time, she never felt like she was good enough, but it wasn't because he ever made her feel that way. It was because he just always pushed her to be better, faster, stronger. Um, and that he always, he never really, he always kind of brought the general home. Uh, and their moments of bonding as father and daughter were always 
in the space of training rather than, you know, conversations about anything else. And so she's thinking about all of the lost opportunities that whether it was through the time jump or um, just her not knowing. I'm sorry. I'm speaking. Ma'am. Buffy, come. Come here. Sit. 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 Um, whether it be through the time jump or through just not knowing how to have those conversations to begin with. And now she's conflicted because she's worried that she's going to find out that she's never going to have the, that chance. But also she really wants to know that he's okay. Okay. So as close friends who've, who've been at this point, a, over a year of relationship, with each other, um, kind of forced to a closeness just due to the circumstances you all found yourself in. You can kind of see this pass over her face as you're considering reaching out to her father to figure out if that piece of the puzzle fits into this current situation that you're dealing with. Asher, Tanzanite. Should I send something? And if so, any suggestions? Um, Asher is silenced because he's muted. <laughs> Maybe first we reach out to see if he's okay. And then second, we follow up with a message about the these people and their other people. Okay. First message, purely are you okay messages. And then send another one requesting information. Yes, I think that works. Trixie, yeah. thoughts? She's obviously distracted, still in her own head. Um, yeah, that 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 should be fine. Um, do you do you need his name? I do. I don't think I know your father's name. Mm. I don't know if I ever spoke it or sent it to you. Okay. Uh, my dad's name is Honor. Honor. Yeah. Okay. All right. Explains a lot, doesn't it? It's not pretentious at all. <laughs> it's It's less about that and more... Uh, yeah. Long story. Okay. Could have been so, worse. His brother was named Duty. <laughs> Duty. <laughs> exactly. I just All like right. to picture the two, well, Asher chortling to himself in the background while Tanzanite's getting all prepped and ready and just super focused. And the, the other individual who's in this space sitting there and just <clears throat> <laughs> universal right. translate being open 
I'm going to touch my my crown tiara thing and reach out to honor and say hello Trixie's father this is her friend Tanzanite we are reaching out to ensure you are safe and well and wish to hear from you There's a pause, a, a beat, and you finally hear first contact we've had in strange voice in my head. Is it finally the end? Are we all? Um, until this moment, I thought I was okay. And now he just stops. Um, so I relay that word for word to them. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Well, okay. All right. Okay. So I, I'm pretty sure he's, he's alive. Cause I didn't, you know, have to push through anything, but I think I might've startled them. That, that's uh -oh. fair. That's fair. Like you're he also, fine. Just, Magic, have you seen Navy people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you're the expert. I'll let you do it. Trixie, is there anything you specifically want me to pass along? Um, say... Oh, I don't know how to shorten this. Tell him to come home so I can kick his ass again. Okay. Okay. So I do the same thing. Touch my crown. Think of honor. And I go, you are completely alive using magic. You seen the Navy? Trixie says, come home so she can beat your ass. <laughs> the, the Navy, where are they at? There's a pause and it's like, I think the, the, the you, you like, can you roll an insight check for a mental communication really quick? Cause I feel like this is just. Oh goodness. So wait, what am I doing? Insight? Yeah. Okay. Um, 18. Okay. The message you get back, the first part is just tinged with all sorts of layers of um, professionalism overcoming some sort of other space. Just like, it's like there's two, it's so many emotions all balled up that it's like a confusing tangle. Mm -hmm. And you get back guessing conciseness. 
is required here. I'm unsure of Navy in the specifics we failed in our hunt for your mother. And you definitely feel that that's directed towards you, Tanzanite. And you're very aware that through the means of the spell, people just know who you are when you send stuff. My daughter is going to kick my... <laughs> I'm on my way home. I'll see her soon. <laughs> and it cuts out at that point. And and you in your head, you're like tallying the words. And you're like, wait, he had more room. That tracks. <laughs> uh, and once again, I've. I think you went over actually. Word for word. Oh, I may have messed up. I thought yeah. I counted it correctly, but whatever. Um, I, I had pretty. it written down, but I so may have added more words. Dad's coming home. I thought that might work. But I don't know if he knows. I don't think he found anyone. Hmm. Didn't find my mom. Unless he doesn't know who the Navy is, he doesn't know where they are. I'm going to turn to the other guy in the room and be like, what do your people call themselves? What? Oh, you have tongues up. So yeah, you, you hear him say what to you is that previously, as I described, the cat, compl cat complex concept, which is basically catabouts. But I think the easiest translation to our being able to talk in... in, in in uh, this space is sea peoples. I'm going to look at Tan and I'd be like, um, do you have any left? Uh, let me feel could... myself out. Let me see. <laughs> uh... Afterwards, we could go jump in that thing again. Because I felt like I was all recharged after that. I just love the idea of she like self-pats down. Let me feel myself. <laughs> <laughs> I get my hair done, check my nails. <laughs> All right. Um, yes, I can reach out again and just ask if. So wait, wait. Sorry, Jessica, asking. It was the travelers. Was that kind of the easy name? Sea peoples is the easy one. Sea people. Sea people. Okay. So I'm asking if he found the sea people. Yes. <laughs> People get about travelers. That was the names that they gave us. All right. I'll just do all the above. <laughs> Still heard you. <laughs> now you're muted. Okay. I was like, sorry, um, I muted myself on time, right? You mm -hmm. did, but uh, peripheral. Husband. <laughs> all right. Um, I touch my crown again and I go. We'll find my mother eventually. More specifically, have you found the location of the Sea Peoples? Gadabouts or the travelers would love location of them. It's a few moments and then you hear 
interesting you know that term. We've found runes amongst the monsters here that seem to demonstrate what you speak of, at least according to, and then he cuts out as he forgets that he's on a time word limit. So it sounds like he found ruins of so maybe where they he's where they came from but he hasn't he didn't pass them here i think is what we're yeah okay he doesn't know where they currently are but he has found past locations hmm okay well i guess i don't know i guess we we really need a divination spell or something <laughs> Um, um, well, why don't, uh, and then I turn to, have we introduced ourselves? Uh, no, no, but I, I'm, I'm awaiting I'm, your time. I'm it's, so sorry. We, uh, we're uh, kind of always. Given what you do, I'm kind of feeling like you don't generally have to introduce yourselves. It's not entirely untrue. Um, uh, my name not... is Asher. And this is Trixie. And this is Tanzanite. And Hello. as like Trixie gets cut off by Asher, you can see him looking at the three of you. You're just going, All right. So it's a lovely mate, Neil. Um, I was going to say is we also kind of don't necessarily always have time. Uh, we're very much kind of like a. Uh, uh, a swoop in, um, ah, fix a problem, and, and then move on. Yeah, yeah. So it's mm. not it's not that we. <laughs> I'm I'm sure we would. You know, we we don't. It's not that we don't like resting or, <laughs> you know, taking a couple of days off every once in a while. It's just we don't really get the chance. I, but I do, um, I do have a concern that you, if you are of the mindset to resolve issues or investigate mysteries yeah um, oh i love a good mystery he kind of stomps his feet on the wooden planks uh these are disguised in what you probably saw outside as the structure of unique provenance part of why we set up here is the master directed us to but also we haven't been able to pierce down further um we do know that there's this spherical thing that, that seems to make people feel pretty good. I mean, it, it, but there's a deeper portion of it. And uh, we haven't been able to spelunk is the term I want to use. Don't know where it came from, but I like it. Uh, down below and find out what's going on. There has to be a reason for what it does to work, and it makes me mighty nervous that we've all submerged ourselves in it. And if you were able to set my mind at ease around that, given your unique talent and skill set, it would do a lot to alleviate some mountain concerns. Yeah, I've actually uh, we have some experience um, with old world technologies a little little bit um i have some experience with spelunking so 
Um, yeah, uh, I think we could do that for you. He kind of looks at the other two, like, would you all be? Of course, it's it's what we do, and if that's if that you know that helps as a sign of good faith that we're you know we're here to help. Well, I don't want you to feel beholden. I feel like y'all are bringing more to the table than. I mean, if your people are like you three, then you might just be the sucker we've always needed. Uh, I mean, we're not everyone is is like us. But uh, do you mean in you mean in terms of like abilities or like like personality or or willingness to help? I think I'm beginning to think all three. Okay, well then it's a different answer, uh, depending on on which one. Y'all are a unique mix of characteristics, but uh, do are there others with your uh, abilities? To well, you did say that there were some. Some, yeah. Well, um, there are some. Not everybody. Yes, yes. Some mm-hmm. who can take down monolithic beasts out of some sort of. Yeah, we, we have. Some of us do it, you know, using our abilities like we have. Some of us do it with technology, weapons. Um, so, like we have um, the ability to defend our cities from the dragons somewhat, and uh, I think we could we could make sure that gets shared with you. So you could build your own defenses. I hope you're not just the clueless layabouts of. He kind of gestures at the door where previously there had been that individual who. Nat won several intelligence checks. <laughs> I just gave up and made them a village idiot. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hope y'all aren't just the welcome wagon that disguises a more rigid structure, but uh, I'm going to choose to trust and believe y'all. So uh, if you would be able to, you don't have to feel like it's something you need to do because I think you've already sold that ship to me. Um, I'm, I'm halfway to sailing it at this point. This would just be and I'm speaking on the label here directly to y'all trade and favor that you'd be bestowing upon my people. Um, yeah, I mean we have it benefits us too to know what's down there and um I think we're we're interested in the ancient world's technologies that we find. So anything that can maybe give us a leg up against the dragons and just benefit our alliance and our society. You know, we're interested in taking a look. All right. Um let me let me guide you over there. Uh don't be alarmed when you go to it. There will be a strange liquid emulsion. It's different colors depending on who's experienced it, apparently. But um, it was red for us when we went into the. It has been trending that direction. Uh, I believe the first people who went in experienced a green sea that they thought was twinkling at them. And then it faded through yellow, and now it's red, which. Hope that's Seems not, ominous, but hope that doesn't mean anything. But we'll try to find out. 
all right, well, this way. And he immediately starts marching out. And as he marches out, his tenor changes. And he starts shouting out. And you see people kind of like flock to different spaces as he comes out, um, shouting out orders, uh, uh, ration packs. Uh, like just kind of like the, the general orders of like getting some gear together. And by the time you arrive at the sphere, there are people running up sweaty, um, little packs of, of what looks like possibly grease stained paper bag sort of style thing or canvas bags sort of thing that is, is clearly some sort of sustenance. Um, Burgers. There's, there's line from some of their, it's very obviously been line that they used for their sailing. It's hempen. It's not uh, smooth, but it's definitely rope. And you end up having a total of 150 feet of rope. Um, rations for each of you for five days, as well as um, water skins kind of thrust at you. And then some other gear for spelunking, pitons, uh, a bag of ball bearings, um, and some rustic looking torches. Oh, uh, I, I don't know how else to prepare you. Um, you all seem quite adept, but I'm not sending more people down there unprepared. I'm going to take out a, um, my my book and write a note basically like saying, like, hey, we've promised these folks like a chance at joining the Alliance, blah, 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 blah. Like just like a note in case like we die. <laughs> and like here, if uh, something happens or we don't come back out, um, Send this to Overton to the south across the across the lake, and they'll help you with your crawl. defenses. And all right, as long as we, I, I don't think we're going to be trusting to the sea anytime soon. There's been a few issues. Oh, you can you can travel. walk around. It takes a little longer, but yeah. Well, I feel like that's the the, the way of it these days. Um. I appreciate this. We'll have guard posted here. If there ain't anybody here, something bad happened. We'll have guard posted right out here. Okay. Okay. I'll also like draw like a little map-ish, like rude map on another piece of paper. Be like, there's also might be still be a ship here that you could find. Uh, this is an alliance ship that could help you. Uh, do do they need? A... All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Um and. You are there's the the embossing of the door that seems to seal the spherical object ahead of you and kind of an expected hush of a crowd of ten folks who've brought up random materials and bits and pieces of things, but they're all kind of like whisper gossiping with each other. You might pick up a little phrase like, Are they gonna be the ones going down? Yeah. This, this is this is a good situation, right? This is this is gonna be healthy, uh -huh. right? They're having that little conversation. Um, do you all go in? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Asher, you you walk in. Tanzanite, you walk in. Trixie, you're the last one. Are you going to go in? Oh. Trixie, you're the last one. Are you going to go in? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you all go in. Oh, yeah. The door <laughs> seals behind you. And again... Asher, as before, if you walk up to the edge, Tanzanite, looking around, you see the words on the wall, Trixie, 
you can read everything in here. Mm-hmm. Do you have Do you have a helmet, or is this a monk thing? It's a monk thing. A monk okay. thing. Trixie, here, I'll read it out. Hang on. One oh, if you want to share it, that would be for, cool. For the... for the peoples who are unfamiliar. I thought you had a helmet of comprehension languages, but then I thought at some point that you said it was a monk feat. So. Mm-hmm. Let me get to it. Uh, class features. <laughs> Sorry, there's a lot of them. Okay, um, tongue of the sun and moon. You understand all spoken languages, and oh, it's just spoken. It's not reading. Oh. Okay, in that case, you definitely won't be able to read this. You don't Quickly know. writing. Can I read it? <laughs> uh, you understand all spoken languages, and any creature that can understand a language can understand what you say. So it's just a spoken thing. So it's it's similar to tongues. It's just a natural ability. Well, okay. earned ability, I guess. All right. Um, Asher, this is in the range of the historically ancient languages. Last time you were looking down at the pit, I'm guessing Tanzanite may have shared with you that she could make out the word nanite. Um, so that definitely gives you... A, a space to investigate. So um, I would like you to roll a history check to see if you're able to understand the concepts being described. Oh my God. 15. 15, okay. So as it's sealed and as that red glow is starting to come up, you start reading out what, what it says. And it's really like, kind of like being at a pool in at a hotel, there's rules. And there's instructions. And that's what you are reading here on the wall. Um, what you see is something along the lines of these, uh, this treatment bath of nanites is instructed to primarily focus on wound, stroke, and organ failure. Please be aware that there may be some additional issues. Focus is on the unique species developed within this lab. Uh, and it has some other like disclaimers around mutations and then an inability to directly manage those pieces. And you kind of get the idea that like there's something called DNA involved and you're not really sure what that means. And it's very like it's jargony, but it's obviously also written at a level of kind of as if it was directed towards someone with kind of a directive sort of style thing to it. It's like, it's very much like instructional or guideline-y. It's the distance and time and the 15 year old that kind of limit your full comprehension, but it feels like pool rules. Okay. Um, and there's a couple of acronyms written up there and a few repeats of terms like nanite, nanites, nanoscale like that those those terms leap out at you just because of the interaction what do i know about nanites and dna from like the previous bunker reading experiences that i've been in like there was the mad scientist lab i was at a fisher tan there was the the explodey bunker i don't think i really read much in there but um um there was time i think try to connect that so this is i had 10 years idc go ahead and roll another history check um Here's a luck point because I don't like that role. Mm-hmm. Much better. Uh, 
Well, not much, much better, but not much better, but much better than what I had. Uh, Twenty-three. Okay, I think overall you get the sense that the things you saw in that other lab were definitely around this concept that was messy and confusing with other acronyms and ridiculousness: DNA, RNA, plasma molecules, all this stuff, and delivering through those um, uh, a cargo of code to change the cells. And this is very much not about changing, but encouraging uh, fulfillment of previous purpose and a refreshing of those cells. Like the nanites are, are meant to go in and decode DNA and recode the body to function as that DNA previously told it to do. As it gets a little messy, it's a little beyond your scope, but you get the sense that this is not the possible depravity that the other one was, but there is a little subtext to this. So like something was already changed before the thing was in this space. And even as you're kind of coming to that realization, that flood <laughs> of now purple uh, material comes up and you all have that moment of feeling like you're drowning again, except this time Trixie, as that flood comes up, you hear the, the tone and you all hear this because you, I think tongues is still active at this point. You hear the words, but Trixie, it says, origin species detected, measurements taken, complete analysis available in lab five. And then the flood goes back down and back down into the hole. And as it goes back down into the hole, you see stairs spiral up. And then the previous fenced gate that looked all rusty opens up and you have entry to below. Sorry, a dog in the background. You know, we don't hear it that loud. I don't think. So you don't it have sounds to worry pretty, about it me. It sounds pretty loud to me. <laughs> it may sound loud to y'all, but it doesn't sound loud on our mics. You, you don't. <laughs> she has the biggest bark for a little dog that I've ever heard. It's ridiculous. Like, I thought Willow had a loud bark, but Buffy's bark is... Ugh. No, she she says it with her chest. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, okay, I guess I'm just gonna so we can like travel without needing to climb or splunk or. At this moment, there there appears to be stairs. Something okay, gonna... about who's okay. there has unlocked. Do, something. We, do we have lights? Uh, there is no light other than that soft glow of the receding purple that has now kind of mostly extinguished. There is a soft glow overall, though. Like, there's a sourceless light in the space. Okay. It's not bright. It's not, you know. I will um, do... Emergency lighting. Um, I'm going to take out my revolver, and I'm going to cast light, a light cantrip on it just to kind of light my way like a torch. Cool. Um, you're all heading down, I'm guessing, unless... I can't see Loris's face right now. Uh, as you make your way down the, the steps... Um, you are definitely progressing and you can see that there's spaces along the stairwell where there's additional embossed uh, uh, shapes of doorways. None of them are open. Um, I don't know if you want to try to open them, but there's a, like a landing and then another embossment. Um, but you can see that the stairs continue to spiral down. Do we pass more. anything with the number five on it? Uh, 
Remind me, tongues, does that let you read, read written things? No. Okay. So none of you mm. are able to make out the symbology on the door frames and next to the doors. Um, I, I, uh, Asher reads old world books. Would he recognize old world numbers? Uh, I would say, yeah. I think numbers are probably frequently page numbers would be a thing that you would see. Um, and yeah, I think that you probably at least recognize the sequence of numbers in old world texts. Uh, and none of these are that. Um, every once in a while, probably just based on your older, your previous roles, which were pretty decent, uh, you can see a term that makes sense to you. Um, uh, recreation is one that you see and you're like, oh, that means play. And then there's another one as you keep walking down, down if you're continuing past that one. But there, there's additional ones that have other terms that don't make as much sense um, that aren't things that you would have seen necessarily. Um, and then eventually... Like I'm going to just like, if, are these doors open? Like, they no, unlocked? they're all closed. So is there like a way to open them? Like if I like, is there a handle or a button? They all seem pretty similar to the door on the outside. Um, and all it seemed to take from the people outside was to touch them gently and then they opened out. I guess like the first door we come to, I'm just going like, to put my hand on it and see if it opens. All right. So this one is recreation and you touch it. And as you touch it, it cracks open and you look out onto a fairly open space uh, and off to the far side, it seems fairly big, like you know, about the size of a gymnasium, just not as high a ceilinged. You can see what looks like Siri talking to you in the middle of the thing. Uh, what looks like, uh, looks like the swamp. And there's a moment you're like, wait, that's a window. That's a floor-to-ceiling window over there. And you're looking at the underwater section of a piece of the swamp. There's like nothing in the room. It's just a big empty room. Um, there's some old material here. You can see some rusted material, like st strange metal equipment. Um, there's some rubbish everywhere. Um, there's round flattened cylinders hey man, i gotta knock out a set guys <laughs> um but yeah just needs like... to get swole because she got the swole shirt oh, um, <laughs> but yeah it looks like a some sort of old world place where we must have spent time give you this jess um it's an old army trick go get swole it helps like if you work get the blood flowing through your arms yeah, works. I also did the trick where you just swing your arm. That that helps a lot. We used to do a lot of push-ups after we'd get vaccines, and it always helped a lot. What's um, interesting is it's just the flu side. They probably hit more. That's what happened to me too. Yeah. Was my flu shot hurt way more than my um, your booster? Than my booster, and I was I felt fine for like three days, and then I got hit hard. So, but yeah. most people, I feel like. They start to feel like crap later the same day, and then like the next day they feel like crap, and then they're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So I will probably not go into this room. I don't need to have like a basketball souvenir or anything. So I'm just gonna like 
I'm down the stairs. I don't know if anybody else is going to go in. I just would have poked my head in. I don't think I'd necessarily have gone in. Um, is yeah, there anything think... in the water? Like swimming around? Uh, yeah, looking through the window, you can actually make out several species of fish and uh, actually some swamp grasses are growing. And it's interesting because like there's a layer where it's just like muck. And mm -hmm. in the muck, you see like an eel's head poke at the window before turning and moving away. <laughs> cool. And uh, you're seeing beneath the swamp. It's it's uh, for people who haven't seen aquariums or anything like that. This is seeing what an aquarium is like. In that case, I, th I feel like maybe I would walk into the room and just be like, "Wow, look at that!" All right, yeah, yeah. You you pop in that space and you see uh, just this space is was at some point. I think now that you're walking in. It was at some point the top level of the of the structure. I mean, it is technically still the top level, but it definitely was an above ground space. Mm -hmm. um, and somehow it's maintained its seals. And these windows have become aquarium spaces. Um, there's that bit of light has from through the swampy water has actually led to the degradation of the materials in this space. Okay. Very cool. Neat continuing down or yeah i'm just gonna open every door on the way down like to see yeah. what, what there is um, to great so i'm gonna pull up my list uh the next level you get to when you open up the the door it looks like a long hallway with a series of doors on either side um oh boy how, how exploratory do we want to get <laughs> that's an in-character question i'm good on this hallway I'm more interested in down because that's where, you know, they said, you know, they were only able to go so far down. So in theory, they've already explored all this stuff. It'll be cool right. to look at as we go down, but I don't necessarily need to stop. Personally. Right. So you keep going down. Yeah. Um, any disagreement? I just, just a shake of a, nope. Okay. Yeah, you go down to the next level. The next level, when Asher touches at the the door, and it pops open, um, you see a kind of foyer space of sorts. And then within that foyer space, you can see that there's several uh, doors leading off of it, and a long hallway that kind of curves off to the side. Um, as far as words, you do see performance evaluation. Mm -hmm listed and then are you keep continuing down um i think these what? are offices i think so uh let's i'm gonna go down yeah the next layer you find containment is listed on the door and when you go to touch it it does not react okay. um continue on or yeah. do you try to um yeah i feel like Rest of your meeting. Um, I feel like there's something. Can I try? Yeah. The one that says containment. Yeah. What are you trying? I don't know. Kick it open. Well, no, I was going to put my hand, like, I was going to do the thing that he did. Okay. Go ahead and do that. Do I have to roll? No, just do it. Once you do it, tell me. <laughs> just say, I put my hand to the door. I booped the door. 
There's no reaction. Okay. Um, and there is there looking around, are there any like what I were to know is like a key thing? Like, is there a thing on the wall or like? There doesn't appear to be any, like in, in, in none of these spaces has there been like mm-hmm. a simple hand touches have been all that's been required for the door to be opened. Um, how, how is the door, like, how does it open? Like, does it split? So does all the doors up? have kind of like popped out and then slid aside. Airlock style. As one, one unit? As one unit. Like okay. they, they look like they're an, there's an embossment into the wall and otherwise it's perfectly smooth, but the edge has that embossment and then they're open. They go and move over to the side. Do you guys want to know what's in here? I go open sesame. No reaction. I'm going to say open sesame. I read that in an old book. I doubt that it works. And I'm going to knock on the door. There's a big <laughs> echoes into the distance, that loud I'm glad you hit. took that. I almost took that. And as that happens, the door... It's funny because that was the haiku I had written for like two months at Open Sesame as the first line. As the door moves aside. You're like, hey, that reminds me of first. a poem. The scent of rot and old <clears throat> dusty particles combined. So like this is definitely an old sealed space that hasn't really seen the light of day in millennia for all you know but there's also just this continued smell of like acidic putrefaction it's like an old distillery gone to rot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the putrefaction scent is just so strong but it's also combined with that vinegary acidic smell so it's that awful combination and looking in you can see a space with large tanks everywhere like being sized tanks full of sludge i guess where well i'm just kidding um, <laughs> um, but, but this is like kind of an open space like that top floor was but instead of um uh an open space it's like huge huge tanks of what looks like Something much worse than swamp junk. Um, is there anything alive or moving or not a sludge in any of the tanks? Um, walking into the space would be required for you to see if anything's of that nature. Would you walk into the space? Um, I would like to send a dancing light spinning down the hallway for 120 feet or down the okay. road. So those dancing lights and you can see some of these fairly sealed tanks, but there's all the portal windows to their to their contents. And as the dancing lights move, most of the tanks remain inert. Just that smell is coming through. One of the tanks, as it goes by, you can see the sludge react to the light. It's like the sludge actually moved away. Oh. But as the light moves past, and before you have a chance to stop it and pull it back. Can see the sludge kind of resettled after the light moved beyond. Um, this room is for containment. I think we should just leave it contained. It seems gross and stinky. Okay. Unless you want Sounds to go good in. to me. No, no, no. Okay. Whatever. Nope. I don't want. I don't like any of that. No. Nope. Can I like can I make the door close again? Yeah, you go and touch the door, and you hear a grinding noise, but the door does not close. Ah, crap, I broke it. 
can I? So it, it opened up this way, right? Like it opened out. It opened out into slid. the spiral landing. Can I see if I can like try to push it back and then like do a strength check? Uh... You're so strong, friend. You got this. Give her some guidance. guidance. <laughs> That's a D4, right? Yeah. Yep. Hang on. I will say, uh, good inspiration can come from a rousing speech, but who has the time? And I'm going to give you bardic inspiration. Ooh, okay. Uh, how many is that? Are you up to an eight or a ten? Um, eight. Yeah, an eight, I think. I think you right. stop <laughs> yelling, little puppy. <laughs> oh, ten. I'm up to ten. Close now. sesame. Oh, wow. Ooh, you're at a ten now. Nice. I doubt I can pull this off again. Let's see. You should put that puppy face to the camera real fast. <laughs> Oh, look oh. at it. So sweet. <laughs> I know you want to come home and see your boyfriend, but really you just want to come home and see the puppy. No, I want to see y'all and Buffy. <laughs> and and my girl. Uh, Willow. All right, all right, all right. Strange. Can I have like 90 seconds to go feed this dog so she stops doing what she's been doing? Okay. That's a saving throw. Just regular strength. To, that would be a, hmm, 15. Wait. 15 plus 2, 17 plus, ooh, 8, 25. Hey! <laughs> awesome. Yeah, with a 28, um, kind of like Jillian said, close sesame, like you just, and you move it past the spot that's caught on, and you can hear all the grinding of various gears and components as they kind of roll back into place. And just as heavily powerful the magic spell was, your strength is just as powerful physically and beyond the scope of normal mortals. And it shoves back into place <laughs> with a click and you can feel the locks all take place again as they reseal the door. And it looks as it did before. Um, Tanzanite, you standing slightly back behind, you, you and Asher both witness sparks fly as she shoves it back in past all... Uh, all uh opportunity of the mechanics to resist and they grind against each other causing sparks to occur um and because it's now closed you don't even see the other side cool that's cool yeah are you gonna keep going down this staircase now yeah 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 uh you go down the stairs a, a bit further the next landing has a text that says um resources um, Asher tells you. I'm I'm playing Asher right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do hang on. You all have interest in going to that space? Nah, just keep going down. I bet. Right, yeah. Continuing on, you come to another level. Oh, Asher oh. would have wanted to go in into resources. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, you that door. Any of you put your hand on it, and Asher puts his hand on it. It push, comes open, and you see. Um, a space without much to distinguish it. It looks like, for, for those of us who are who we are, it looks like a morgue in terms mm. of there's multiple closet spaces that can be opened individually, and they just seem to be surrounding the space that you're in. Um, and they, it seems to go on forever, just like there's individual lockers that could be popped open. Each of them have their own unique tag on them, very small written and it also appears to be a sequence of numbers not literal text um, and i'm gonna open one huh you're gonna open one i'm open one 
Okay. Do, is there anyone in particular you're like closest one for this one, random, just out in the middle of nowhere, or do you want to roll a D100? Mm -hmm. Okay, roll the D100. Doggy barks. Dun, dun, dun. So as this is happening, wow. Um, she just rolled a three. She can't hear because we were competing with. Apparently, we're Oi. competing with. Uh, um, we're competing with a doggy, but with a three, <laughs> uh, you open a, a, a section and you're actually confronted with a very Asherian sort of space. You look in and you see a textbook style shaped object, pristine like untouched by the ravages of time. Oh, and I go, Asher, this one's for you. And I go to <laughs> go to open another one. <laughs> Asher, she she has left behind a, a little uh, crypt-esque or a morgue-esque closet and said it was for you. And, and there appears to be a book in there. Um, you go to roll another one. Uh, go yeah. ahead and roll another D100. Oh, no, I put them back. Hang on. Shoot. There's just one book in the in the room. Yeah, it looks like it's not even a room. It's a little, literally, like at the the size of a morgue doorway, but the depth isn't even in that. It's just a single text there. Fifty five. Fifty five. Mm -hmm. uh, in this one, you see a, another text looking object, um, and. It is there. This place is boring. Let's go to another room. <laughs> what is in the, uh, can I go look at the book? Yeah. The first book, not the second the book. The first book? Um, yeah. So uh, the first book you pop open and it is uh, a lot of pictures. And the pictures all appear to be pictures of somebody in different poses. Like, and there's definitely some sort of instructional piece to it. They look like they're standing in poses that are very similar to some of the poses Trixie takes when she's fighting. Um, Trixie, you should come back. Fine. What? I think it's a ninja book for you. What's a ninja? Ninja book. Like a the ancient like a art. Kaya. Of, the ancient art of Fu Kung. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. These are like old words for like the way you fight. I don't, I don't know exactly what they mean. But um, this has like moves in it. And as as you okay. open it and look at it, you can see that there's there's a lot of images of fighting poses that you know. There's also an image of a pose that you've used when healing someone. Okay. Uh, I guess um, I'll take this. 
um, you currently have, and you can add it to your other things. You have the ancient text called Bubishi, the classic manual of combat. Oh man, I was so hoping it was like Kung Fu for dummies. <laughs> the the ancient wait so okay the the ancient what the ancient text called bubishi b-u-b-i-s-h-i wait say spell it again sorry b-u-b-i-s-h-i okay okay the classic manual of combat got it thank you okay uh yeah You are still in this space. We'll go down um, to the next book. Uh, yeah, um, that book, let me pull up my list again here. Um, you can see, where was it? Uh, you find this book and, and it, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit an ancient text. It, it doesn't match what's here. And you can see a little placard or like three by five card style thing that lists it as um, Collider Experiment 6-7 result. And it does not look like anything of your world, ancient or modern. Okay. But it's still like a book, or it's just a. It's a book. It looks very much like a book. Can I read it? Um, a book. Uh, you pop it open. The language is unknown to you. Um, it is a mystery. Can I try something? Yes, Tansani, try. Um, can I go up to that book that he's holding? I have no idea if this is will work or if this is something I can do, but I'm going to just try, describe and try. I basically want to call to my little shadow friends and just be like, do any of you recognize this language? And like, try to like, show the shadows. Any of y'all speak this? Cool. I would like you to do a arcana check arcana. but if you don't have it already add your proficiency bonus to this roll because the shadows do do your bidding but we have to see if they'll actually be able to figure this out so 17 In that strange way, your shadows communicate with you. You get a strong sense that this is an eldritch text. And it seems to excite them. Hmm. Um. Something beyond the ken of the mortal world. And that it shouldn't exist here in this place. Once Jason, basically, I'm gonna take it. You're gonna, gonna tell take Jason. It? I'm gonna tell Jason that one of us should take it. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, you, you, you grab this. Um, it will require either some in-depth study or an identify spell or whatnot to discover what it is. But for me and for containment of information and continued being able to find things in the future, um, can you, and you should be able to find this on D&D Beyond, just don't read the description right now. Can okay. you add a Prismari primer to your, um, mm -hmm. yeah, so P-R-I-S-M-A-R-I -I primer. And just, you don't know what it don't is read. yet, but I'd also I don't want to lose track of it. Add to equipment. Okay. Okay. Done. Uh, I took the book, Jason. One of us took it. Okay. Okay. Um, it made it? My, no, it made my shadows excited, and it's like an eldritch thing. Okay. It's somehow not of this world. It's definitely eldritch. It's beyond the kin of your mortal world. Okay. Uh, any other openings happening? Happen. You just go back out into the spiral stair. Maybe the last. And... Maybe the last gift where I can read it. Um, you go, you continue walking down the stairs. Um, and this seems to be the bottom of the um, space, and you see research on the door. Right. I'm going to open this one. Okay. I'm putting your hand on it. It quickly opens, and you're in another space with a lot of other doors. Uh, and hallways twisting off into the distance. Um, it this may have actually been underground when this place was no not underground. This might actually be an underground facility part portion of the the space. Are there numbers on the doors this time? There are numbers on the doors. Um, there is. They seem to be sequential. Um, you see one to the left, two to the right, three further down to the left four further down to the right, and then the hallway twists. Are there like observation windows or just doors? Just doors, no observation windows at this point. Okay, I will pop open door number one and see what's behind it. Yeah, you oh my God. touch door number one and it <laughs> moves across just like the other ones in the spiral stairwell did, um, reacting to your touch without issue. And you're in a small room with a dark, darkened window. Um, you can't see beyond that dark window. Um, and there's another door there ahead of you. I'm just going to like look back at them like for encouragement, I guess. Like, see if they want me to keep going or... I don't know. Well, so... About five. Do we ever find whatever a lab is? Five? It's down the hall, I think. Well, that was going to be my question because you guys didn't say anything about that happening when you went in, right? Before? No, so you must be the species that it recognized. <clears throat> Rude. Okay. Not you. The thing. The, 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 the whatever the thing was. So, I mean, if these are the lab doors, maybe that the one with the five on it might be where it was talking about? Okay. Um, if we want to check that out. Hang on. I'm just going like, to pop my hand on the inside door and see what happens. Uh, as you touch the inside door, the door behind you closes first. And you hear, because I think tongues is still active at this point, but it's dying off. And you hear the 
the words. And uh, Trixie and Tanzanite, would you have been in that little smaller room with him or would you have been just outside the door? I probably would have been just outside. Okay, so- I'm the one being like, let's go to look at that. Yeah, you, you're just outside the door. And that door closes. Uh, <laughs> Asher, as you're separated from your, your compatriots, you hear decontamination protocol unable to continue. Do you wish to continue? No. Command not recognized. Do you wish to continue? I do not. Command accepted. And then the door behind you opens up again. Um, it tried to decontaminate me. I grab him and pull him out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so go in there without us. All three of you are outside that little door at this point. Okay. Um, let's just go to lab five. This is... All right. I'm going to go back out and find lab five. Okay, so you continue down the hallway to the left, past three, turn the corner, and there off on, on the side is lab five. And you can see that there's several other doors beyond that as well. Um, yeah, you're at door number five. Okay, I will... Um... Does this, is this lab? Does this say lab? I mean, it says research outside and... Is that what a lab is? I think so. I don't know. All right. Hey, um, hey, Trixie, do you want to put your hand to it? Maybe it, maybe your hand will do something different. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't. Um, this whole situation is giving me a little bit of anxiety. Uh. I don't I <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Um I mean well, you I guys recognized you. That's gotta mean something. Yeah, you know? but I mean it like it, so what 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 was a lab used for, Asher? Research. Research in 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 what way? Um, I don't know. Lots of ways. Um, well, what, what, what kind of a way that would involve someone like me? Well, I think what we've learned in the previous <clears throat> Professor Asher, what we've learned in the previous bunk, or no, we don't know the word bunker. We I think we decided that. What we learned well, in the previous um the terms just as places like that we not. found is uh that the ancient people when the planet was becoming too hard to survive or the climate or the weather um they were trying to change their bodies to adapt to survival in the new conditions and so they were like cross breeding isn't the right word but cross mixing people and animals and i think maybe like you and squirrels do, do we have squirrels or do we just have squirrel people? Do we even know that? Uh, squirrel people are probably all that you have here in this continent. No, no, there would there would be some ecological niches that are fulfilled by very similar creatures. So even if they're not really squirrels anymore, you would see small mammals with small mammals that are squirrel. -like. We'll go with that. We'll go. So they were mixing people with small mammals to make different types of people, 
or with different types of mammals and reptiles and everything else i think that we've run across um so i think this might be the lab where they created you or your ancestors so i'm 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 not people like you are people I'm sure you are. We so wouldn't is, know unless we go in and look. This is like thousands of years ago. I don't know how much any of this even matters anymore, but um, like, I'm, we all have common ancestors. You know, we're all people. But you're not people and animals like I am. I don't know. I'm people and apes, and you're people and apes and squirrels. But what's the difference? I don't know. Just I I don't know. I don't want to feel different. Like I know I know I look different, but I'm not the only one who looks different. You know, I just I I don't know. It I mean, I don't I don't know. I guess exactly what people looked like back then. Maybe you maybe I look different. No, I get. I guess we can go in. I just, I don't want you guys to think of me as different after whatever is in there. I know I won't. I don't think I will either. I don't see why I would. Okay, promise. Promise. Oh. Do you want to kick it and make an entrance? <gasps> kick it. Hmm. Can I? Sure that was Jessica or Tanzanite. <laughs> I feel like that was more Jessica. <laughs> Can I do some kind of roll, maybe like a wisdom roll or something, to gauge whether or not I would be able to kick open the door based on what I did to close the other door? Because I don't want to break a foot. This would be more leveraging it outward because these have all opened towards you. So kicking it, you'd have to kick it hard enough to break it the wrong direction. Um, well, we could always go inside and you could kick it from the inside. Or you could just like lift up your foot and just be like, boop, and then it'll probably open. All right. I'm just going to put my hand on it. <laughs> Stop being weird. As you put your hand on it, it <laughs> without issue. And you see another small room, another dark, dark window beyond it. Um, I think we all have to go in this time so we don't get separated. Okay. You all mm -hmm. go in the door behind uh, the door ahead of you. If you want to open it, you're going to have to touch it. Yeah, I'll touch it. You touch it. Decontamination protocol. The door behind you shuts. I want to grab Trixie's hand if she'll let me give it a little squeeze and hold it. And as that door closes, we are done for the day and we will oh! see you in. Month. Oh man! <laughs> See you January first. Oh god! Oh god! That's me. Burke's like yes. I love where you all ended up. It was great. It was so you, much fun because you love a cliffhanger. I I do love everyone a cliffhanger. loves a cliffhanger when it comes to. To live streaming D&D. &D. But like we don't have just a week to wait. 
We have three. And just think, all that time, I'm going to be thinking about it and going, hmm, how could I make it worse or better? Happy holidays, everybody. (laughs) We're all going to die on January 1st. Yes. Um, Enjoy your winter holidays of whatever persuasion you celebrate or do not celebrate and hope you have a ton of fun. Um, Hope you get to play some D&D. Yeah, mm-hmm. play some D&D. We're going to play some other ridiculous games over the holidays, both with and without our families or found families. Some of us are going to perform like Matt until we're a sack of 20 different identities that we've had to play. Um, Rudolph's mind has got it going on. <laughs> but uh, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the winter weather. I the will... person at the next recap. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> thinking that. I was like, oh, God. Oh, dear. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> and just think whoever gets the next recap has to remember. Remember when you remember. Or maybe I'll wait. Could I, listen? I always listen to these. I'll, maybe I'll wait and listen to it right before we come yeah. back. Yeah. Well, be I've been loving idea. recording these with you all because what it has changed for my DMing is I get to listen to it multiple times, see where I messed up and led you astray, and then fix it. Um, but then also, like, just listen to the things that we said and go like, oh, that was a really fun story. Cause sometimes when you're sitting here in this seat, at least you're not sure where the story is going. Cause it all depends on what y'all do and choose to do and what roles you make. And I only have a vaguest series of outlines that I'm just hoping are interesting enough for you to jump on. And when you do jump on it, it's awesome. When you don't, I'm like, okay, I wonder what's gonna happen next time. So <laughs> it's all very, very fun for me. I just had a thought for if you decide to pass along that advent calendar, it's very you, but I don't know if you would want to do it. it I guess it depends. Uh, painted minis. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, I could spend the year filling that thing with painted minis. That would be a very cool and fun thing to do. Yeah. And they're oh. small, so you don't have to do great big ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's size. You can deny it no longer. For those of you who don't know, I got a little dice uh, advent calendar and I've been, I opened four of them today because I didn't know how advent calendars worked. So, <laughs> never played with them before. So thank you all very much. Hope you have a great holiday and we will see you in the new year. We Bye. hope you find your own pod. Yes, yeah. find your own pod. Bye. 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 Oops, I'm not even in the right spot to hit the button. Oh, no. And goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.